I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It took a second to register up in my brainium, my dome, my head, my skull, my cranium. My eyes have had enough. It was time to do some talk, and I had to creep through the hound dogs that were stalking. The swimmy got me peeping. That means she wasn't sleeping on who I was, so she crept laying like a hawk. In a minute's time, we adjourned to the floor. Oh, I hit a high note because of the way that she was walking. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, we're in the house on a uh, Monday night. Yes, sir. It's actually the night of the NCAA championship in basketball. Yes, yes, it is. Which I don't have to watch because I am the smartest man alive and took care of my business early by winning my bracket already. It doesn't matter who wins, everybody, okay? No one can defeat me. Uh, I'm rooting for Kentucky anyway. Yeah, I'm rooting for Kentucky. Why? Because fuck them and make them mad. Yeah, but, you know, in general, it doesn't really fucking matter, guys. I mean, let's be honest. I'm already rich. And you guys hopefully can catch up <laughs> one day and understand exactly what we're going through here. Um, but uh, this is the Blackout Tips Podcast. No guests tonight. Um uh and uh you know the show must go on uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic all those great places just search the black guy who tips and uh we'll come up uh it's very easy to find us um make sure that you uh go to the to the website theblackouttips.com and click in the about section become a premium listener premium subscriber uh you know i love to hear people's you know reviews and thoughts on our premium content we get feedback on twitter and stuff all the time you know um yesterday we uh, had somebody sign up last week and uh yesterday it was cool hearing her go hey i love medium talking little smacking good because you just never know what show's gonna do it for somebody you know somebody might just go hey i just want to hear the sports show i just want to hear the nerd stuff i just want to hear mm-hmm. the movie reviews um you know but you know I'm, i just want to hear interviews and it's cool to hear people be like oh man this is you know, this is right up my alley. You know, we're always coming up with ideas to do stuff for you guys, and it's great when uh, we're right. Yep, and it's one and it's one of those things where it's all open up to you. And a lot of people are like, "Hey, I like this one thing. I'm not into sports, but I love the way you and Justin cover sports." Or you know, I don't care too much about you know food, but Karen has some interesting people on. Like you just never know. Or I don't know a damn thing about nerd shit. But I love the nerd off, so you never really know what you're going to like until you try it. So we thank everybody that signed up premium. And for those of you just trying to make up your mind, it's only $15 a month, and you have a whole hell of a lot of shows to, to over 100-something now, don't you? Yeah, to go yeah. back and listen to. Over 150, actually. Um, yeah, because we still coming up with new shows, still coming up with new ideas. And so it's it's, it's worth every dime. Yeah. But like this. Less than a well, no, less than fifty cent a day, mm-hmm. you can support the Blackout Who Tips. And uh, also, you know, in addition to that, we do, we reach out, we do other shows. Um, you know, we of course the shows on iTunes and Stitcher leave us five star reviews. We read them on the show every Saturday. You know, not you know, make sure you get those in. If you've been thinking about leaving us a five star review for a while, uh, last week someone just left us a smiley face. We don't care what it is, but it helps to show out tremendously when you guys do it. It only takes a few seconds. That's all. Um, but if, uh, you've been listening to the show all this time, you know, we get so many downloads, so many listens. We'd love for everybody 
to just at some point take a couple minutes, leave us a five star review. Yeah, and if you uh, put exclamation points. We don't care. Just put something in the box. Yeah, get your uh, voice heard, and then also it helps to show out. It doesn't cost you anything, but a little bit of time. And you already got plenty of time if you're listening to our show, right? Yes. Um, I was on some shows uh, last week. Um, I want to give them a shout out before I, I'll make the post tomorrow with all the guest spots. But um, yeah, we actually went uh, Scandal Fan Podcast. I was on there um, talking about the latest episode of Scandal. I was also on Mac and D Watch TV. I mean, Talk TV. And uh, same thing. I was, uh, you know, sitting up there talking about the latest episode of Scandal, and I loved it. Um, I was on the Evening Jones today, so hopefully you guys can hear that. Uh, by the time you hear this or in the morning, it should be in the podcast. And mm-hmm. I was on the Ages of Shield cast for last week reviewing the beginning of the end, which is the latest episode. So, you know, just still getting the word out there, still doing shows. In addition to that, Chris from the Insanity Check podcast came on. And we actually talked about Noah. We did another premium show, Impossible White Man Movie Reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and Noah, pretty good. I scored higher than I thought it would, 105, which is pretty high. <laughs> uh, like the, we've only rated two shows, two movies so far, Three Days to Kill, 125. And then Noah got 105. What's the max? There is no max. Okay. So, I mean, you know, I'm assuming we will touch some movies eventually that will be probably in the high 200s, 300s or something. Ah! But. Uh, you know, you're adding a lot of points. There's a lot of math. It's very scientific, the way that it's done. And okay, uh, like you, the more tropes you hit, the more points you get. You right. know, you miss certain ones, or, or if you even if you hit certain tropes, they subtract points depending mm-hmm. on uh, the uh, criteria of the yeah. movie. Yeah, some tropes are more important than others. True. You know, so like you hit up some tropes, and it's like, yeah, you get five points for sleeping with a love interest, but you actually get 15 points for turning her down uh, well, i'm too impossible to sleep with you, <laughs> you know? i'm too good of a guy sex nope yeah it's like well that's more impossible you would turn down a dime piece that's ready to give it away uh and that happens occasionally it happened mm-hmm. in jack reacher one of my it favorite did. impossible white man movies um uh, you can also uh like i said support the show all kinds of ways um the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And uh, today's podcast is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com, put in the code TBGWT, you get 33% off of your inner, uh, the ear, the earbuds that go in your ear. Uh, they're really nice, well designed headphones. They fit very comfortably in your ear. I went and shot hoops in them the, today. They didn't fall out of my ear while I was shooting hoops. And everybody knows how fucking annoying that is. Yes, um, it is. But, you know, normally when you have the earbud kind, you know, the, you can't wear them anywhere because if you move your head a little to the left, they fall out. Well, not with the uh, tweaked audio earbuds. No, they're very, very, very good quality, y'all. Put in code TBGWT and uh, get 33% off. You get free shipping and it comes with a lifetime guarantee. That's TBGWT at tweakedaudio.com. Uh, did I already say official weapon in show? No. I don't know if you did. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. If we already did it, you got it twice. Yeah, y'all. remix. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so yesterday, and this is crazy, crazy, ironic, 
because we had whiskey wine and moonshine on the show (laughs) had a great time with them yes and we sat here and thought about the title and we know we made the title up Mm -hmm. and the name we named the show tweet harassment yes we did uh which is one of the things that i've been noticing you know like women get street harassed men apparently get tweet harassed you know yes Uh, everybody gets tweet harassed i guess um but uh it was weird because i got tweet harassed immediately after we did the show (laughs) yes you did it was crazy um basically i made a joke and i mean let's be honest guys uh if you follow me on twitter you know i make jokes sometimes all the time uh you know i even my 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 um Description used to even just say like sarcastic, you know, uh, don't fucking follow me, uh, which I think is uh, probably is still a pretty accurate uh, thing. But now I changed it to don't fucking follow me. All retweets of this account are an endorsement and reflection of the views of your employer. I host a show with my wife. I say that again. Hashtag (laughs) TVGWT. And my location is I'm not cookies yet. Um, (laughs) So, so, um, (laughs) I go on Twitter afterwards, right? And uh, I was kind of thinking about what we talked about on the show. You know, when we came in and our neighbor, white girl, white lady, walking by herself to her car, we, me and you walking together into our apartment. Mm-hmm. We obviously have to pass cro- uh, cross paths. Yes, we do. I do. As a good person, I, who is now more aware of women's, like how they feel, mm-hmm. Some of the things they say, you know, we're from the South. This is North Carolina. It is not unusual to speak to your neighbor. Hey, how you doing? Hi. That's this not is, unusual. This yeah. is not New York. Okay. This is not the, if you're walking out of your apartment, you're also walking into a street that is uh, filled with whatever. Like you walk out of your apartment, you're walking to your car, you're driving to wherever you're going. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, I, you know, I've saw, I've seen so many times, you know, Twitter's like almost being psychic. You get to see so many different people's point of view. Yes. I've seen so many, many women that just say they are uncomfortable with men approaching them, period, you know, in situations unless it is completely invited. Yeah. So I've now reached the point where I'd rather look like an asshole as a neighbor who doesn't speak than, um, the guy who, you know, imposes himself. It maybe even intimidates a person possibly True. by being like, hey, how you doing? You know, because they might go, oh, I, I didn't want to speak to him. That's scary. And that's the last thing I want people to be. Right. True. Um, this lady, you know, and now she would have spoke. I would have spoken. You know, I have other neighbors. They, I see them all the time. They speak. I speak. You know, there's kind of a rapport there. It's no big deal. But um, since she didn't speak, I did not speak. And I didn't really uh, like I didn't blame her. I didn't. Mm-hmm say she was a bad person or that women are silly or stupid or Mm-mm. they're making shit up or street harassment isn't real. I never said any of that shit. Uh, you guys have listened to the show. If, you know, if I w- wanted to say something like that, I just come out and say it. I, I just don't believe that. Um, I have a wife. I have mo- a mom. I have, uh, women I care about in my life. I know it's real. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? You're like every man dreads that fucking story where your wife comes home. And like I went to the gas station, I was pumping gas and you're like, Oh my God. Like your muscles tense up because you're like, I want to fuck somebody up. I wish I was there because I know if I was, it wouldn't have went down. That's true. You know, you know, and it's funny though because it is a big difference between me walking by myself or me out doing something by myself and when we're together. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those things where I've actually been in a car and actually called you out side because you know men are out and about and doing things which i know a lot of times i'm i may be the furthest thing from their minds don't get me mm-hmm. wrong but it's just for the fact i mean one time one dude just parked his car down there and was just chilling mm-hmm. i was like why are you chilling why are you down there doing nothing you don't look like you're doing anything constructive like my mind just ticks yeah you've called me to come outside and walk you in before yes and it- i don't think anything negative about it i just go yeah, that may, I don't, I don't want anything to happen to you. You don't want anything to happen to you. And I know that if I'm with you, the chances of anyone even saying something to you go way fucking down. Yeah. Is, you know, it's not just being a gentleman, but it's, you know, a matter of, you know, this is women's lives every day. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things, like I said, a lot of times, you know, there are people around the complex, but they might not be paying me no attention, but you know, on that off chance that you are paying me attention, on that off chance that you looking at me as a victim, when you see my husband come out there with all this, with his beard and shit, uh, you're going to cross me off your list and go get another victim. Yeah, so I get it. I do. At the same time, I'm a black man. I understand that we have certain stereotypes that follow us around. Not always positive. Not always good. A lot of times can be harmful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can kind of relate to... Uh, you know, like when a police officer says hi to me, I don't want to speak to the fucking cop, but I'm, I'm, I'm hey, y'all, how you doing now? You know, you, you better might as well dance a little fucking jig because you're like, I don't want to get taken downtown for nothing. Um, <laughs> that's true. So I understand the onus of like just living with fear in certain situations. Now, I'm not a woman. It's not all the time, but I can absolutely relate, which is why after, you know, to bring, you know, bring it back to the point which is why I didn't say hi to this lady or what's going on, how you doing, or whatever. Nice evening. I just didn't say shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me just walk in. You know, I'm wearing black. I'm dark. It's dark outside. I get it. Like, I just don't want to be a problem. I would rather get in the house. Um, so I made a joke because we've been talking about the outrage machine and stuff on Twitter. And um, um, and I was basically like, uh, where, where is it at? Um uh, I just had it. Oh yeah, I was like, um, I used to say hi to women on the street, passing my direction to let them know I wasn't an asshole, and then Twitter happened. You know, I said now I hope I'm not the subject of a think piece just because I made eye contact. You know, you because you see people ranting and raving when it's like, hey, this dude said smile or something like that and it's like you know this you don't know women have agency now they have an ability to like get their opinion out there so you just don't want to be that guy who social faux pas or whatever because uh i don't think a lot of these people are even being malicious Mm -mm. consciously or sometimes even subconsciously they really think that they're helping they think hey if i tell this lady to smile she will smile and it will make her attitude better. She will have a better day. Or she's frowning when she sees me approach. I'm not an asshole. I'm not going to do anything to you. Why don't you smile? But I've seen how that, the other side of that now from women, and it's like, yeah, don't do that. They, they, this is not cool. I don't want to be told to smile. You're not my fucking father. You're not a boss of me. Yeah, I'll smile if I want to fucking smile. Maybe I'll smile because I ain't want your ass to come over here. You never know. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I've had to do that. And sometimes, like, it's 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 very complex when it comes to it because like i said i've had dudes tell me to do that 
And it's one of those things where it, you kind of let your guard down. Mm-hmm. But that's two folds because I had a dude tell me that because I, I was told you I was going to the store one day and a bunch of dudes were behind me. And they were with they weren't like right up on me, but they were in a within a reasonable distance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, y'all came out of nowhere. I don't know where y'all are. We all trucking in the same direction. Uh, am I going to have to run or are we going to have some problems? And one of the dudes, I guess he sensed that I was tense. And he was like, it's okay, we're not going to hurt you. And I was like, thank God. Mm-hmm. But at the well, same, that's what they normally say, right, for the kidnapping. And, that, and, that, and that's, the, that's the thing. It's like, but it also can go south when they say that. And they say, you know, he done bust you upside head and carry you away. Right. And so it's like, because as a woman, women live a lot of their life in flight. I mean, fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. And it, because they're always, they're always in that mode. It's like when a dude come to you, it's like, okay, am I gonna have to cuss the motherfucker out? What you know? What like, what am I gonna have yeah. to do to 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 disarm this situation? Because you know, for women, they're like, I don't want to be the next rape victim. I don't want you to pop me upside the head. I don't want my family never to see me again. When a lot of times, dudes in general, even if they're not fighters, odds are you getting attacked versus a woman getting attacked. It's not the same. Dudes get attacked. Right. Don't get me wrong. Right. Well, no, no, no. You don't even have to qualify. I know. And I agree already. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this is not the fight. So I'm saying I'm a person that won't even say hi. I'd rather you go. That guy's an asshole who never speaks to me. Then yeah. just the off chance that I'm that that's my high might be too much. I don't and know if it true. is or not. Uh, somebody hit me up um, on Twitter. I think it was like Brown and Bella. Some she was like, well, hi. Nobody complains about high street harassment is blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I've seen people say hi is too much. I've seen, you know, I've seen people say, hey, that's intimidating to me. And don't don't speak to me unless I'm speaking to you. Um, So I'd rather err on the side of caution, to be honest. I don't want to be lumped in with the savages and shit. I don't. True. Um, And uh, another and like, so, uh, you know, she was like, well, maybe you are being uh, intimidated. And I was like, I'm with my wife. I don't know what else to be because I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. Like you person who wasn't there. Yeah. Try, just take my word for it. I wasn't being, or, uh, maybe my, you know, my wife is right there next to me. I'm not sure how, what else I need to do, honestly. You know, I could have been skipping and, and dancing and it would have, she I, probably would have still yeah. had that same attitude. For all I know, she could have been racist. Who knows? Nobody considered that, but yeah, that's true who too cares, now. right? Um, so anyway, you know, um, I was like basically like, you know, making jokes about how easily, misunderstandings are happening now because mm. people can actually go and talk about your ass somewhere in public and write a think piece about you yeah go right there i was like you look back at a chick's ass in the mall and fuck around and be the subject of a six-page uh expose on the huffington post ah, yes you know like they laugh about it but it is i've we've all read the pieces where it's like a man confused me for a black woman today or something you just be like well that dude has no idea you wrote seven pages about him i don't ever want to be that guy that is so oblivious Mm -hmm. that you're writing about me because i'm just an asshole who had no idea what happened he doesn't know he fucked up he has no idea what happened you didn't have this conversation with him all all it happened was now he's uh on xo jane right that's right um so uh I was like, you know, I made a, and another joke. I was like, you know, a social awkwardness and situations like, dang, girl, you look good. You lost weight. Oh, so you fat shaming me? What? No, I, I did lose weight, but this street harassment, you know, it was like as a joke, like, you know, you never know what you're stepping into. You gotta be careful. 
Uh, I was like, I'll be like, can we just go back to patriarchy and oppression? These new rules are confusing me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my girl Maxine said, stay confused, my nigga. No. And I was like, <laughs> obviously. Um, and so, um, the you know, this is when women start chiming in that I guess either didn't get the joke or just were like, you can't make any jokes related to street harassment, even if you're on the side of don't harass women don't even speak, just be polite, walk by, don't say shit. Even if you're on that side, if you make a joke about this, it's too much. It's trivializing it. And to which I'm like, fuck you. There's nothing I won't make a joke about. I ain't that the And truth. it's not trivializing it. It's an obvious fucking joke. Trivializing it is when Fox News is like, yeah, racism don't exist. Why don't y'all niggas shut the fuck up? That's trivializing it. And ain't yeah. no punchline to that shit. Yeah, it sure ain't no ha ha ha. Yeah, like, you know, I'm not making jokes on women. I didn't go, women are stupid and they're making this. I didn't even say that. You know what I mean? This is just a women have agency thing. Um, And so, I, you know, I was pointing out how, you know, the situation like with that night, we walked past the girl and stuff like that. Um, I was like, but you you have to be careful because people, it's not, and this wasn't even about, this part wasn't even about women. I said, like, you can say something in real life that wouldn't fly on Twitter like, Hey man, I think dudes wearing dresses is kind of odd because somebody else will come along on Twitter and be like, yo, you homophobic. It's like, no, I'm just saying I don't normally see dudes in dresses. It's just statistically an outlier. Fuck that. You on XO Jane writing about you homophobe. Ah! You know, like it's, it's like you do have to be careful now. Um, and, uh, you know, I, it was just kind of, you know, kind of, kind of weird. You know, people were chiming in, uh, people were going back and forth and, um, you know, uh, one person was like, I'm going to let you cook. Then she talked to me like 16 more times. I was like, this is not letting me cook. It's your light. Like, <laughs> we got Because like, I'm, if I'm trying to cook the meal shit, I ain't going to finish it. You keep interrupting uh, me. Like, come on, man. You knew I was joking. You know I'm not. I'm on your side. Calm down, please. Um, and, and, as if I'm, I'm on my side, really. I mean, honestly. Uh, so, you know, I was talking about the situation with the... Um, you know, the start of it, cause I was like, so because I didn't say hi, um, even, even though I just said it was basically awkward and uncomfortable, um, which I'm willing to deal with, yep. but I can talk about it cause it, it is my life. I don't mind talking. I didn't say it's the biggest burden in the world or women are a problem or blame anybody. I just was like, yeah, I, this was a funny and awkward situation and it's, it's relatively new because now women have different outlets to like, expose this kind of behavior and to, to address it mm-hmm. and like people were like awesome like uh lumping me in with the street harassers when i did the opposite and it was like what is wrong with y'all yeah pay attention no read it's like you just had the same arguments over and over with each other and it's like mm-hmm. this person is talking about a topic let me go in and fight yeah they come in they literally come in on 10 they don't yeah. they don't pay attention they don't know what's going on they just go fight over there i'm in I was like, if I would have told, if I would have just said I was in the elevator with the white woman and she clutched her purse and ran to the other side of the elevator, everybody would be going, white women be racist sometimes. In this situation, it's just my fault. I, even if they weren't there, I was obviously acting intimidating. This is like, why do you hate me so much? I don't even know what you're talking about. Ah. Like, you don't know me. I don't know, you know, I don't know you. The idea of just jumping in on the other person's quote unquote side of this is crazy yeah because for a lot of women that's their topic that that's their thing uh whatever their topic for the day is or whatever their 
hot button issue for their platform is you just happen to roll across it that day yeah it's funny because um i'm saying it's such a weird thing now that we've come to a point where i talking to your neighbor hey do that shit at your own risk you know, you just don't know how it's going to be taken. And if you're any type of person that's socially conscious and aware and wants to be perceived in a good light, you're going to end up in these weird situations where it might feel socially more awkward than normal, but it's actually possibly making that person more comfortable than you think. That's true, too. That's you know? true, too, because every woman is different. And because every woman is different, you literally will be better off not saying anything than speaking. No, yeah, and so I guess Chris from Insane Check started talking about it. Um, and it's funny because I don't know what he was saying. I still haven't even looked at his tweets. But then some, some chick just hits up me and him together at the same time. <laughs> ah, not the dynamic duo. Yeah, and she's like, uh, you guys sound like white men right now. And what? I was like, and I said, uh, okay, white dudes aren't always wrong. Ain't that the truth. Sometimes they know what they're talking about. Yeah, it's not always just default. Like, I don't hate white people. Me so, either. Unfortunately, just saying you sound white isn't enough to make me be like, oh, word, well, I must be wrong. Let me stop what I'm doing. If the person in question is is has sound logic, I will listen to them. If my neighbor is white and he said, I come home, he goes, hey, I smell smoke coming out your house. I don't go, fuck you, cracker. I'm walking in anyway. I go, thank you, white person that is trying to help. Yes. Let me, let me call the fire department before I run my ass in there and burn to death. Yes. And, and, uh, not to get off top, but sometimes a bigger issue across, uh, social media and things like that. There are a lot of black people that just don't like white folks and mm -hmm. they will, you, they'll never come out and say it, but it's the underlying racial racist tone. And I don't fuck with that either. Yeah. It's, and, and it's one of those things where when you try to have a conversation, it's like, well, they white, don't dismiss them because they're white just because you don't want nobody to dismiss you because you're black. And what's funny is, and this is amazing to me, uh, because some people have to be maligned. Like they just simply cannot win because if they take, it's like if you take away their victimhood, then you take away their power to talk. So she comes in. The first word she says to me is, you guys sound like white dudes right now. Um, because, uh, Chris said Rod made a joke and feed out to and feed the outrage machine. This is hilarious. Um, she goes, you guys sound like white dudes right now. Okay. Whatever. Never asked you to follow me. Um, um, uh, I, I, I was like, yeah, um, if white dudes are right, you know, white dudes aren't always wrong. Then, um, That's true. <laughs> she was like, well, you're being, uh, you're being obligatory and dis dis you're just the obligatory dismissiveness and condescension with issues that don't affect you, which is stupid because I'm talking about an issue that absolutely does affect me. Yes, it does. I'm actually talking about my concern about this, not yours. This isn't about you. Everything can't be about you. There's two sides of everything. I'm talking about my perspective of something. Even understanding the other side, it's still awkward for me. That's it. I'm not saying it's better or worse or my awkwardness matters more. or that I'm saying I, I let it be awkward because I don't want to be a problem. And your dumb ass couldn't understand the joke, so all of a sudden I'm an asshole. Right? So just because I'm giving my perspective. You know, it's like if a white person says, well, when I listen to rap songs, I don't say the N-word, but it's kind of awkward when it plays and you go, fuck you, Cracker, you can't be talking about that shit. It's like, 
what but i understand it is awkward and yeah. i actually kind of appreciate the fact that you don't do it like Ain't I that's get it. the truth but um and i and it wasn't i was looking for the compliment or anything mm-hmm. but just the idea that she couldn't even understand that basic premise of what i was saying mm-hmm. was just so fucking weird and when you call you sound like white dudes what's more dismissive than that but so then she's like you're being dismissive and condescending and i was like i wasn't uh i wasn't dismissing or condescending like you're being right now uh and she said you might want to rethink that outrage machine comment i didn't make it so i don't know what the fuck she's talking about i was like you're so wrong right now it's laughable you have no fight with me because i didn't say that shit you know what I mean? like you might have a problem with chris but um nah if you you don't have a problem with me because i didn't say it so if you want to take it up with him take me out of this shit um you know uh and it was like well you mask your you mask uh you're you're being obtuse right now you're masking it with humor i was like this isn't a mask i'm actually just being humorous fonte weighed in he said never argue with or engage that the mentally ill bro and uh i was like shit he's right yeah because a lot of times um from my perspective i've just learned that a lot of times uh these people that do this a lot of times they don't follow you. A lot of times they find you from a retweet of a retweet. Yeah. Or if they follow you, odds are you don't follow them back, so you don't know who they are. Yeah. And they just decide, decide that this is the day that they're going to quote unquote tell you about yourself. This is literally the reason I don't put any I'm liberal progressive shit on my timeline. Like mm. I don't describe myself with those things. I don't even say I'm a Democrat. I don't want to be associated with these crazies nope like you you can go be politically overly correct to the point of being insane if you want to but i don't want to live in a world where no one can give their perspective if it's not your perspective because your perspective is the only one that matters and the most important in the world fuck that you know what i mean this is a result of listening to people that i'm making this joke this is because i do care if i can give a fuck i'd be like man i'll be walking up to women like hey bitch you got a big ass i don't give a fuck she my neighbor (laughs) I don't give a fuck. I'm walking in the house. Like, I'm not, that's kind of savage. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, but it's like, um, yeah, your myopic, myopic approach is quite absurd. And I said, if you don't, it's like you don't realize you're talking about yourself. It's, it's like you think people can't see through your transparent mockery. People can't see through. All these people came through after this, by the way, when women and men, like, what the fuck is wrong with that crazy pants? Um, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you're transparent and unfocused disdain. She said, I saw a reasonable objection painted as false out, false outrage. And, uh, no, I'm not the only one who notices trust. And I said, you are a crazy pants. <laughs> she was a crazy pants. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not your enemy here. I'm not trying to fight you. Uh, anyone that can read this, cause it's public, it's Twitter. Mm-hmm. Anyone can see that I'm not the asshole. No. Nope. I never blamed a woman. I never accused, I didn't even accuse the woman of being racist or anything. Just said, Maybe she was intimidated just simply by me being, and I'm glad I didn't say anything to make it worse or whatever. Um, I didn't say hi to the woman, but somehow I'm an asshole and being dismissive. What? Yeah, that that makes no sense. And the the thing about it is that most interactions on Twitter are peaceful and fine and cool, but you do have like these crazy people. A lot of times, because they're so crazy and so. Uh, and say some of the most outlandish shit and a lot of times they don't pay attention they don't read and they just come just to start firing your timeline yeah and a lot of times man it's like people want it both ways Mm -hmm. 
and what they're trying to do is make sure that there can never be anyone who questions them never be anybody who uh has a different perspective than they do there can never be anybody who uh disagrees with them as long as you're not them so it's like if i'm a man and you're a woman and i say yeah um i didn't say hi it was weird and i'm glad i didn't do it but blah 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 and then you go well i'm a woman you can't disagree with me this is a very serious issue i didn't say it wasn't serious i actually didn't speak to the woman because i think it is serious right well i don't give a fuck i mean you're, you're being dismissive how am i being dismissive when i i did exactly the thing you want me to do you know um some some simply nigga was all in her timeline trying to co-sign this shit like oh they've been getting props on here too long i was like okay all right buddy i'm i'm rich all right buddy on twitter beat, all right buddy beat it and this ain't gonna get you no pussy right right i, I hope, mean you know because hope it's you get some, something yeah it's some dudes not to get off topic some dudes that do that it's it's fucking lunatics out there that treat this shit and just because her ass and her titties and her pick you got dudes up and down her timeline talking about she right when you when, when secretly you know she fucking insane but you think you gonna get some ass uh, you not gonna get ass from her sorry dude mm-hmm. sorry yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, it's it's one of those things, too, where, like, literally, uh, one of the things that's cool about my timeline that uh, one of the reasons I'm really glad the people who follow me do follow me, the people I know, I, you know, because so many people came through, even people that I don't even really interact with, that were like, yeah, that person is tripping. Mm-hmm. I read the whole thing, and that person is wrong. Like, she's just wrong. Mm-hmm. And I actually appreciated that because a lot of times when shit like this happens on Twitter, nobody says anything. No, they don't. You know, it's like, oh, 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 I follow her and I follow you. I don't want anybody to be mad. And sometimes it, it's cool when people go in and go, no, that person's not right. You know, and they were telling her, like, this is wrong. This is not what he's saying. Why would you even think that? And it's, I think it's because people have the same arguments over and over they don't recognize i'm not making an argument i'm making a joke and i'm not even making a joke on the other side i'm making a joke on the be careful out there because women might be talking about your ass so mm-hmm. don't fuck up you know um yeah, you be the next uh post on huffington post yeah i'm like if i'm a bad guy for not speaking what does that make an actual street harasser the fuck am i you know I what i mean the truth like <laughs> i'm the one who's who won't do it and then she kept talking to me and i was because like now it's like you're tweet harassing me because you won't leave me alone and i'm telling you i don't want to talk to you anymore yeah you've told her to leave me alone but she was like nope we still gonna talk yeah i like i told her stop harassing me you're making me mentally shut down i don't feel comfortable right now (laughs) you know um she said lack because she said lack of self-awareness to obligatory rebuttals is almost performance art now um and uh you know i asked her to leave me alone uh she kept going um and i said i asked you to leave me alone ma'am you're making me feel unsafe because she kept going keep going um and it was and then you know as she said something else to me after that i was like you know uh she why can't you she said i try to be tolerant of different povs respectfully you should try it i'm like you came in talking about you guys are white guys <laughs> where was the respect was, where was the no. tolerance there you didn't approach none. me like you want a conversation. You approached no. me like you want to fight and you got punched in the fucking mouth. That's what happens when you try to fight somebody. People don't come back at you and go, Oh, I'm going to be a lecturer or, or a professor. Let me, mm-hmm. let me take this to another level. I'm not that guy. If I'm like a tennis wall, right? I'm like, you, you hit the racket. You take the racket. You hit the ball at, at the wall and the ball comes bouncing back. That's your fault. Mm-hmm. I will never stop. 
Yeah, and a lot. <laughs> yeah, and a, and a, and a lot of times, a lot of this goes back to they treat this shit all the time at dudes, and 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 not all dudes, but a lot of dudes don't call them out. They don't tell them that they're crazy. You, because they, like I said, because they're trying to get ass or, or whatever. Or, or it may be. you know what it is? Can a lot of times dudes are wrong. Yes, they are. I just wasn't. A lot of times dudes are saying, man, if I want to grab a bitch ass, she going to blah, blah, blah. And then you go attack him and it's like, yeah, of course. Even though exactly. he's being ignorant, you can go off about how they don't care and all this other That's shit. Valid. And people go in and go, yeah, that guy doesn't care. He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. This didn't happen for her today. Why? Because I was right. Yeah. You know, yeah. you come in trying to label me uh, as, as being insensitive or some shit like that or being a white guy and not being able to validate your point of view. Like, uh yeah um you might get you might get punched back you know what i mean obviously figuratively punched i've never hit a woman but you know the idea of let me start a fight oh oh so now you want to fight like yes if you want to be disrespectful i can be uh i can also be dismissive other people came and talked to me and i wasn't dismissive of them because why they weren't disrespectful and we actually go oh i actually agree with you i, I they, see what you're saying and they wanted to have a conversation with yeah i will didn't. i will have a conversation there's other oh, people yeah. that came in and i had a conversation with them and they go i actually appreciate us having this conversation this is cool yeah like, and, and that that's one thing about you that like i say my, my tolerance level is zero right um you will literally talk to people have conversation with people and stuff like that and I'm kind of like the opposite end of the spectrum um, when it comes to that. Because I'm like, if you want to talk to me, talk to me. Don't yell at me and then want to talk to me. Because you yell at me, you're turning me off. And we don't have anything to talk about because I don't yell at people in real life. So you're not going to yell at me across the social media network and expect us to have a conversation. I, I'm not here for that. This reminds me of when I said that uh, don't use your debit card to check in at a hotel. And that one lady tried to be like, well, if you have money like that, uh, you should, you, you, you should use it. It doesn't matter how much they hold because you should have it all in the account. And I said, okay, Miss Richness, Richie Rich Pants, um, no one asked you. I, I know you wanted to show up to try to talk shit, but, um, that's actually bad financial advice, even if you have the money. I th- yeah, because why would you want someone to hold money you have that you could, should be able to have access to because it's your fucking money? That's right. And that's the whole point. Yeah. So I was like, it's not like you're putting a vacation on credit cards, just something for them to hold, even if you prepaid. It, either way, it was just her moment to try to shine and she just picked the bad target, almost like yeah. the Cancel Colbert thing. That's you're right. picking the wrong target so people aren't on your side. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny because these idiots, Never fucking come back and go, you know what? I reread this. Uh, I saw all the people that I follow, all the people that I, I call my friends who uh, said, wow, she's acting crazy. And uh I was acting crazy. My bad. That's all um, it takes. You're not going to get that. Never going to get it. I'm never going to get it, you know? Um So, uh yeah, she kept going. And I said, why can't you leave my timeline alone, ma'am? I asked you twice now. You're actually bullying me. Mm-hmm. And she said, we're done, sir. Um, and then she went on to talk about me without, you know, I didn't feel like reading all that shit, but she went on to be like, Oh, I'm gonna make these fools block me today. Nobody ever checked them and shit. Like, I was like, uh, one, yeah. uh, I get checked all the time. I don't care. So there's that. Um, <laughs> so I don't even know what that means to get checked, uh, necessarily. And if her whole goal was to get blocked, she's fucking insane. Yeah. And you're, and you're telling me that you're a person that was more interested in a fight mm-hmm. than a discussion because you're telling me you wanted me to block you. 
you were being annoying to me, harassing me on purpose, like a street harasser, but in on Twitter. Mm. What a fucking idiot, man. It was crazy. And it was so ironic. It really happened right after the show, right after we talked about people misunderstanding you. Yeah, jumping on, you know, jumping in on the wrong shit. And, you know, uh, just shout out to all the people that were like, you know, what the fuck are people doing? You know, and there were women that came through, uh, SW Journey, who was like, hey, she read the joke and was like, I can understand everyone's different and you don't want to make someone feel uncomfortable. That's, that's the joke. That, that's true. That's the joke. I understand that I, I don't want women to feel uncomfortable around me. So I pull back all the way to not even saying hi, not, you know, I might not even make eye contact. I want, you know, like I let them like, Hey, I'm just, we're just shipping tonight. We don't even got to talk. Just go through. Don't worry about it. And also it's one of those things too, to where, you're so considerate to your over considerate. Right. And it's like her whole argument was dumb because it's like, I'm so considerate that I won't say anything. Right. Right. But she still wants to fuss. And it's one of those things where this is like you say, pick and choose your battles. And I think some people just fight at everything and yeah. they look stupid because I've every, said on, every fight is not worth it. And I've said on the show, I'm more afraid of white women than they are of me. Cops show up. They ain't listening to my ass. Oh no, you gonna lose, sir. Yeah, I'm more, way more afraid of white women. I don't want to ever be alone with them. If they're like, can I come to your house? No. No. <laughs> Meet me at Starbucks or some public place. I don't fucking know you like that. Um, it, you know, like, I, it's, it's like, and I'm not saying that they would do something like, but just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a fear that I have to get over with. I don't like these situations. I remember I went to get my glasses done and there's a point where like, the quote unquote hot assistant is coming in to like check my eyes and shit. And I'm like, can, can like a, someone come in and watch us? Is it, can there be a camera in here? Like, I'm not comfortable with this. You know, like I easily saw, you could walk out here and be like, he grabbed my ass. Nobody gonna believe me. Mm-hmm. Period. The assumption is I'm a black savage that wants that. And there's nothing that can, that I can do to convince somebody otherwise. Like this shit is weird to me. I don't like being in the elevator alone. Like, it's situations like that, because it's like, I, one, you seem uncomfortable, two, it's making me uncomfortable, and three, if you walked out and be like, he tried to take my purse, nobody's gonna fucking believe me. So, you know, I understand that, 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 the, the dynamics of this shit. I'm not just somebody who goes, I don't give a fuck. So, it was just funny, uh, you know, and so many people came through, you know, so I appreciate everybody that was just like, I know it was an entertainment for a lot of y'all. Oh yeah. But, uh, for, for me, I was actually kind of trying to take her serious and she was just so fucking full of herself. Um, actually I had, uh, this lady, uh, KLR, Katrina, she, she came through and, um, it was kind of cool though because like she recognized the point of what I said. Mm-hmm. And while also, you know, advocating for women, which I was like, it's kind of pointless because I never said anything against women's uh right to be comfortable you know i never said anything negative about women i never Mm -hmm. said oh they're silly they're doing this for no Mm -hmm. reason you never called her at her yeah i didn't even call women hypersensitive Mm -hmm. which to be honest maybe they are hypersensitive but also for good cause yeah i would be hypersensitive too i'd be like a fucking rabbit if i was a woman i'd be like a deer getting water at the water hose you know what i mean like oh what was that you, you you literally have to be, uh, because it's one of those things where if you're out and you hear like 
you think somebody's around you, you better start looking around because next day you know you might be missing. You know, honestly, you know, people don't think of it like that, but you literally have to, as a woman, you literally have to be on alert at all times. And that flight or flight, fight or flight is, is, is constant. Yeah. And because it's constant, a lot of, for some women, it wears them down and wears them out. For some women, it literally makes them mean spirited. Like, oh, they're just right. mean spirited because they're like, I don't want anybody around me. And then for people, for women that have been abused and sexually assaulted and things like that, it makes it even, you know, that, that awareness is even higher for a lot of those women. And it's just one of those things where it's like, if I don't know you, don't fucking speak to me. Right. It's, it, and the thing is, I don't want to um, be a burden. I don't want to be that guy. That's just like, I don't give a fuck what women think. I'm just going to get my funny off and that's it. Like I, like if all these other people saw it, either laughed at it or dismissed it. And you're like, I'm going to have to make this a fight, you know? And, and it was funny because talking about street harassment, which we don't really get to talk about because honestly, it doesn't happen much here. Uh, a little bit downtown, uh, you know, the random odd in like, you know, yeah. going to, going to store by yourself or something, but, which can also honestly be people trying to, you know, approach you to, to holler at you, not necessarily always in the, you know, let me whip my dick out. You a bitch. Hey, lesbian, suck them titties way. Like sometimes <laughs> it happens to me more downtown. Yeah. 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 Downtown. You'll see guys in their cars, honking horns, apart, partially because we have a car culture here. So yeah, people are more in their cars doing shit like, hey, trying to tile in a car. It's like, I'm in my car, motherfucker. Yeah, yes, versus versus if you're in places where you're more apt to use the subway, you're more mm-hmm. apt to use trains, and you people have a tendency not to have vehicles. You literally walk everywhere. That's completely different than the atmosphere down there. I'm just wondering if women get mad at other women who get street harassed but like it. Like, do they feel like how black people feel when, when you're the company cookout and that one dude does want to eat the watermelon? <laughs> you're like, uh, brother, no, we in solidarity are not eating this watermelon from these white people. It's like, mm-mm, this show is good to me. Like, fuck. Like, I wonder if they feel like that. Like, the other day I saw a dude in his car leaving a Chinese restaurant and a lady was walking down the street and I don't know if they knew each other or what, but he rolled down the window. She stopped walking. It was holding up traffic and they were having a conversation. She was smiling and, you know, and I, I mean, to be honest, if I was, you know, if maybe she was like, it's hot. I just want to ride home. I don't know, you know, um, but the point being, like, I wonder if women look at that like you are hurting the cause because you're responding positively to this shit, you know, even, you know, like maybe, maybe, and maybe she wasn't, maybe she wasn't. Like, that's one thing I've learned from Twitter. A woman might smile because you go, oh, smile, baby. And um, she's thinking, I wish I could cut your fucking throat. Yeah, but you don't never know what's what's in her head, and it's and it's just yeah. one of those things. And we talked about it. Two ends of the spectrum. There are women that enjoy uh, being street harassed, which is something that people don't want to talk about. Every right. woman is not against this. There are some women that go, "Well, thank God somebody knows my titties," or "Thank God somebody knows my face," or "Notice my ass." Yeah, it was funny. We listened to Keith and the girl, and they did a poll of their audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it would have been funny because I think if they would have restricted it to new york i think him to would have won because yeah. the poll was like do women do you like being street harassed or not women you know yes or no and it was like 50 50 mm-hmm. and i was like well i bet you depends on where you're at 
and depends on what part of the country you're in. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where you're at depends on what you look like. It depends, you know, like there's a bunch of varying factors. What kind of part do you like? Uh, do you like to be the life of the party? Do you like to drag, attract attention? But are you in a area that's populated like New York where it's like, even when I don't want this attention, I'm getting it? Or is it like an area like Tennessee where, hey, I put on my dress and boots and go downtown and, uh, you guys honk their horns, but you know, nobody like runs across the street or grabs my arm or, calls me out of my name so different experience right i you know and so um one thing that uh klr said that um i was actually like i don't think it will work but women say it all the time and you know i feel the opposite about like uh sexual assault than this but i actually think i don't know that if men come out and speak against uh street harassment i'm not sure it'll work to make other men not do it because I think these men know that they're wrong because I've seen, like, I, I know because I don't get to see it in my face. They wait till men aren't around. You know what I mean? Like they wait, like, unless it's like a group of like-minded dudes, they wait until like my wife's by herself or they're going to wait until, uh, it, you know, uh, they don't, it's two or three women walking in a group and they don't see any dudes that, you know, because if you just even shoot a dude a glance at the same shit like that, they don't want to fight. They don't actually want to punch somebody. We used to have a guy on campus at Fayetteville State named Smiley, James, and he would harass women. They'd just be walking to class. Hey, bitch. Hey, you know, like he would actually be like, hey, girl, you look good or some some corny Bama shit. And they would walk away. Or politely smile and try to keep walking because it was intimidating. You out. And he was like a hundred and ten pound, you know, wet, soaking wet like dude. He's not some intimidating big dude to other guys, but to these women, he was. Yes. So he's like, "Hey, girl, hey, hey." And there were I've seen, I have seen Smiley get knocked out, like knocked unconscious. I've seen dudes jump on top of him and beat him up. It was funny though because we. It kind of became a thing in college because he got beat up one time. They said, hey, hey, get this big nigga off me. <laughs> so me and John and a couple other people, we, we still say that to this day. Get this big nigga off me. But he was getting his ass whooped. But I swear to God, two, three days later, you see him doing it again. It's like a I mental see illness. see holler that somebody's girl is like, nigga, leave my and they girl be, be fuck and they, alone. And they would beat him up. Yes. And it didn't matter, which blows my mind because... To me, that's like the ultimate, I shouldn't do this behavior again. I keep getting beat up for it. Because and it's one of those things where if one time out of a hundred it works, that one time is worth it. And I think that's how a lot of dudes place their bets. Maybe. But, I mean, I think, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's know, definitely part of it know, is if if it works at all, and, and it, and it then, ha- they're, then they're happy. And it has to work because there are women that want this attention. The average and and the thing is define work. I don't even think work means getting a number, getting a date. I don't. No, yeah, I and, think work and, could be a smile. And and that's true. And even more better, which I see in the chat room, which I which I'm thinking about. Everybody has a different definition of what street harassment is. Mm-hmm. That's true. Too. Like literally speaking to somebody in some people's mind is street harassment. Some people it's not street harassment unless you say something foul. Right. You know about their body. For some people, it's putting, you know, I don't care what you say, but when you put your hands on me, it's street harassment. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody has a different definition of what it is. That's true. And like I said, it's weird because 
even with smiley i saw it work a couple times and i was yeah. just like that's the craziest shit i've ever seen you've been knocked the fuck out like i've seen you unconscious i've seen you bleeding out of your face and there's other times where a girl's like oh you're so silly and like what Mm-hmm. that worked you know and i've seen other times where chicks are like just try to ignore me he's like oh fine then fuck you bitch and i'm just like yeah who like no other woman sees like i feel like a memo should go out and every woman should get a picture of this dude like don't reward this behavior and yet it happens you know and i mean you can't take away women's right to respond to something like that but it, it's just it's crazy man um now i understand you know you got into some drama two on twitter what was going on with you yes i was listening to poor insanity check but i was listening to chris and kev on insanity check and uh they were talking about uh playing xbox live and they were saying you know about women playing xbox live and i had an issue with it because they were calling out women i think uh kev said something about you know women aren't 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 as bright as men when it comes to playing xbox live so um because of all the harassment that's been going on and i just thought i would let them know that i was not pleased so i uh hit them both up i said i play xbox online i'm a woman i say now i'm fake outraged cancel h2okf cancel and sandy check Um, and Chris said, and so it begins shaking my head. I said, yep. I started a hashtag. So my outrage is official and I'm gonna write a think piece about this. <laughs> just, you know, just let them know where I stand. Mm-hmm. Then I said, I'm a woman. I'm black. Y'all said something about something. I don't know. I'm mad. Cancel H2O Kev. Cancel the change check. Just let them know. Get them out of there. I'm mad. Y'all mm-hmm. said something about something I don't remember now. Cause, but you know what? The context isn't important. What what, what it was? Kim. No, it doesn't. All I uh, all they made a joke. You did not like it. That's it. And that's all they need. No, I was mad. And then I said, "Want to paint my toes and watch scandal?" But since it's off today, I'll just be mad at you. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was just letting them know, you know, what was going on and how I was feeling. Then I said, I am crazy. It don't matter. People will support me. I want followers and retweets, damn it. Cancel H2L mm-hmm. Kev. Cancel the Sandy check. I, I must have missed it. I would have gave you retweets to be a good ally. Because it, does, it doesn't matter to me if you make sense or not. It don't. It don't. You know, I was just letting them know. You know, y'all said something to upset me. So, you know, I was taking it to the Twitter streets to let y'all know how I feel. Mm-hmm. I, and I also let them know, I really don't care what you have to say. All I know is I'm mad and it's all about me now. Mm-hmm. I just have, you know, I, I mean, since, I mean, I've gotten to the point where, you know, I was so outraged mm-hmm. that I had to just, I wouldn't let it go. I couldn't let it go. I had to keep letting them know how I felt. If you have anything to say to me, I'm going to say that you sent your goons at me and y'all have penises and you don't get it. I, mm-hmm. You know, I, because. Did you ever get threatened uh, by anybody? That, you know, I was looking for it. I was looking for the mm-hmm. threats. I thought they were going to come. 
You know, because I I was under the assumption that because I was mad and I was wanting the show to be canceled, that they was going to send their goons at me. And, you know, because they have a penis and I have a vagina, it's an automatic issue there because as a man, as two men with penises, you cannot understand what a woman goes through. And I listened to no. the show, too, and I thought it was extremely offensive. So uh, I'm glad somebody finally brought him to justice that's what i'm i I had to speak out i mean Mm -hmm. i mean as much sexist and racist shit that them niggas say i had that that was the last straw i had to let them know my outrage was real Mm -hmm. and my next tweet says and when you prove that i'm a crazy bitch i will not apologize and i will act like it didn't happen at all of course that's, I, that's I mean, for the course. Yeah, I mean, come on. And I, you shouldn't have to. You know, as a as an ally, I believe you should not have to. If you are saying what I think you're saying, um, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, because I just had to let them know that uh, I was mad. I was upset. I don't even remember what my initial argument was. I don't even remember what they was talking about. It don't matter that I'm mad. So I just felt like tweeting them for for for, for a while. And my next tweet says, to make my outrage official, I got to add the fuck you tweet so that you know that I'm really mad at you. Mm, okay. That, that's how you know it's official. It's not official to that person says fuck you. Did you ever, uh, did you ever, um, try subtweeting them like after the talk was over? Ooh, that's, that's what I should have did. Yeah. Damn it. I didn't think about well, that. Well, you're new to this. You're not really, um, you know, well versed yet in the, uh, in the uh, outrage and controversy. No, I'm not. I'm it's not. Pretty hard. I'm not. You know, I was just, you know, warming up. You know, this right here was my starting ground. You know, I want mm-hmm. to. I had, I, had, I had to take down Chris and Kev, and then I'm gonna go to other people and start attacking them too. But this is my training ground, so you know, I, I had to let them know that my outrage was real. Mm-hmm. And I and, and and what happened was that uh, after a while, they were ignoring me, man. What? I, I can you believe it? I said, "Oh, so now y'all want to ignore me and not fight me? It's because I'm a woman, right?" Mm-hmm. So I had to let them know mm. that 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 it was serious. And then I went on and I said, "And the funny thing is, somebody not gonna read these tweets and say that we fell out. I promise you, somebody's gonna do that." Mm. That's what I said in the in the midst of my rant here. You know, because that, you know, you got, you got to let people know. Well, they don't need the context either. No doubt. That, That's the, the problem is that people trying to put context around what you saying and around what was originally said. And they don't realize all that's besides the point. Yeah, the, that's, the that's, anger is what that's besides needs the point. to happen. And uh, Chris hit me up and he said I was killing him. Mm-hmm. And Kev hit me up and he says he loves me like an aunt, but he don't know none of my followers. And now he's scared. So now... Um, since I've been harassing them, I've made him scared. Yeah, now he's the victim. But because of my outrage, I don't care if he's scared. Mm-hmm. Because that's how it goes. But you know what? Then I get an apology, dog. You got an apology? Yes. How, how so? Movie Trailers Reviews sent mm-hmm. me an apology. We apologize for any harm or offense you took mm. from one of our hosts on what they said. But you know me, I'm not, I don't, I don't care nothing about no apology. Mm-hmm. Well, that that apology was real. It's too late. It wasn't sincere. After you done ignored me, 
Mm-hmm. It's too late. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's. Mm-mm. Put his apology in the context. You know what I mean? That that's what I'm talking about. I I, I don't have time for that. So what's the next step after all this uh, drama is done? What are you gonna do? I I don't know what I'm gonna do about my outrage. All I know is that I'm still mad. Mm-hmm. I'm still upset, and um, I don't know. I'm. I, are you uh now? At, are you writing any comedy strip scripts as a comedian yourself or no? I might, I might, okay. I might, I'm, I might go on a black guy who tips and write a think piece. You know, I, I okay. do have my own platform media. I'm a medium that I can, you know, write my think pieces on. Right. So, um, y'all might be seeing a think piece coming soon from me, you know, because I got to let people know that I am outraged and I'm mad. I don't know what I'm mad about. I don't know what I'm upset about, but all I know is I'm mad and it don't make no sense, mm. but I don't give a damn. All it doesn't I have to I'm make, mad. no, no, no. It doesn't have to make sense. I agree with you and I stand with you. And the persecution that you're going through. Because people you. should understand. So, they should. Um, all right, man. Um, we have news also, Karen. Let's do this. Captain America, largest April opening movie ever. $95 million over this weekend. Yes, sir. And uh, this wasn't a movie that opened on like a Wednesday and shit. You know, open like, well... It did that weird thing that they're doing now, and I don't understand it, where movies can open at like 7 p.m. on a Thursday Mm -hmm. uh, and and then play again at like 11, um, but not midnight or something, where it used to be movies would open up at midnight. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, well, we're going to get to go see it at midnight. But then people was like, it's showing at 8. I was like, how is it showing that early? Yeah, that was That's that's officially the day before, but um, apparently, especially with certain movies, uh they don't it's like they don't want a wednesday release mm-hmm. but yet they you know it's like we'll do a friday official friday release but we have a few plans i mean a few showings that they'll let out early mm-hmm. and it's an extra few bucks especially with a movie like this people were waiting and, I, and you know and all those early shows probably all sold out yeah it's just weird though to me that that could happen but yeah it made 95 million dollars Noah made seventeen million this weekend, bringing up his uh, earnings to seventy-two point four million uh, domestically. So uh, good for them. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. And if you watch Agents of Shield, it's a tie-in, and it's one of those things when after the movie ended, you was like, "God damn, where's Agents of Shield going now?" Yeah, I'm still withholding my judgment until I see the second part of the ages of show because i feel like that's a sandwich with this movie yes and uh let's see how they end it because uh it's gonna be pretty interesting there's a lot of stuff they can do mm-hmm. there's a study um uh, where 581 twitter users were surveyed and uh they uh came up with the third will the impact of twitter use on a relationship on relationship infidelity and divorce uh uh the uh Clayton found that active Twitter users are far more likely to experience Twitter related conflict with their romantic partners. Oh Lord. Yeah. It's like isn't that interesting though? Like um like what kind of conflict can you have because of Twitter? Girl, why you follow him? Oh, he following yeah. you back? Yeah, or she Who be like, your DMs? Yeah, uh, she be like, why all your avatars, the avatars you follow got big titties and big asses? Right, why all your avatars you follow, uh, why why all your pictures for your avatars by yourself? Yeah, Clayton, why are you shirtless <laughs> in your avatars? Right. 
Clayton's results show that Twitter-related conflicts then lead to negative relationship outcomes, including emotional, physical cheating, breakup, and divorce. Wow. You know what's weird, too, though? I mean, I'm not, I mean, it's funny to me more than I'm judging, but, like, say somebody names themselves, like, Mr. All of That or something. (laughs) And then, like, his woman will log on and create an account, and it's like, Miss All of That. And in my mind, I always think, like, she's just here to see what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, or either she'll just do some random number or make up shit, shit like a bot and follow you, especially your account is public, not underneath her other, and see the shit that you really tweet about and be like, oh, this is what he really be tweeting Well, that's about. a little different than what I'm saying, but okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, they could. There's a bunch of sneaky crazy, ways. So, yeah. to, there's a bunch of sneaky ways to see that, but I it mean, me. I guess it's funny because what I'm saying is it's more to let the world know, like, I am this dude's woman and he is mine and don't oh, keep like, your hands off. Oh, like they it's like if you Facebook. If you would have named yourself like Miss Roderick's Prime. There's no Miss Roderick's Prime in any of the known universe, but <laughs> for Twitter, there will be because keep your hands off my motherfucking man. And it ain't going to matter because if they follow him, they that don't mean they're going to follow you. And that only mean they know who you are. Right. Also, if they want to cheat, they're going to do it. Ain't that the truth? Like, just kind of like those Facebook studies. Facebook leads to cheating. Oh, also, fucking other people leads to cheating, and it happened way before Facebook. Ah, it sure did. Cool. And way before Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Questions are to survey responders included. How often do you have an argument with your significant other as a result of excessive Twitter use? Uh, how often do you have an argument with your significant other as a result of viewing friends' Twitter profiles? That can be a thing. Wow. I'm on live, man. I see if I'm following somebody or shit. If I'm not following, I see them retweet it. And it's like they got titties on the avatar. I'm enlarging that. And I don't give a fuck if Karen's around or not. I'm not trying to hide it. They no. titties. She won't see them titties too. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, look at them titties. Every, that's why they put the titties in the avatar. If aliens came to Earth and the only thing they learned about humanity was from Twitter, they would think all women are titties that can type. That <laughs> is basically your Twitter experience. And I'm not going to be denied that just because I'm married. Like, it's I not like I'm flirting with them. Yeah. Um, those were those are cross-referenced with the results of other questions like have you emotionally cheated on your significant other with someone you have connected with or reconnected with on twitter have you physically cheated on your significant other with someone you connected or reconnected with on twitter and has twitter led to a breakup or divorce uh, the aggregate answer to all this among twitter users was yep arguments over twitter obsessions of favoriting porn stars tweets oh my god really wow yeah, because you got to I saw you favorite Sarah J. Yeah, because... Are you uh, trying to say I'm not woman enough for you? You should be favorite in all my tweets. I said I made a sandwich today. Where was that retweet? A lot of people's insecurities roll out on social network. Yeah, is this Twitter's fault or is this like the fact that it's just coming out through Twitter? Because yeah. this is the medium that you guys are communicating Yeah, on. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it on Facebook. Like, you know, I've seen a lot of people do a lot of of shit in public and you like well if that's what y'all want to do because you know people are watching right and people are always like well just get off of twitter that won't fix this fucked up relationship sure so y'all won't. just won't know shit about each other you still fucked up and shouldn't be together let's keep that real um if you can't even trust this person because they favorited a porn star's tweet uh you're probably f- not a trusting person in general yeah, the most I do, you know, me and Roger do tweet at each other because we're like, hey, what's for dinner? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, we do that, but, it, you know, it ain't nothing because it's not that serious to me. Uh, couples who reported being in relatively new relationships experience the same amount of conflict as those in longer relationships. 
So it doesn't even matter how long your relationship is. You're both on Twitter. It's going to be problems. This builds on Clayton's earlier Facebook relationship. Are we research. an exception to the rule then? Apparently so, Karen. Like I said, I don't tell anybody I have all the answers. I just think we're very lucky because this shit seems in like what crazy people do to me. But yes. maybe it's not crazy to other people because it must be pretty common. But to to me, it would be pretty crazy to get worked up about some shit like this. You know, like, oh, my God, you retweeted sarah J. well now we're not gonna be able to work this relationship out like what the fuck why we gotta break up because sarah J. um yeah somebody who that person probably would never meet in their lifetime yeah sarah J. ain't thinking about you no you know but you was favoriting uh you was favoriting uh jasmine's uh jasmine's uh profile so what the, what's going on with that what do i we need to talk uh this built on clayton's earlier facebook relationship research in which he found that yes facebook leads to facebook related cl- conflicts that destroy relationships with spouses and partners in real life but in the case of facebook the damage was worse among relationships less than three years old while twitter arguments were horrible for romantic pairings pretty much all the time does this marriage wrecking social media addiction describe you take heart your spouse probably has no idea about that tinder account yet can we oh saying? lord I think too is because uh, the difference between Twitter and Facebook is because of the way that the platforms are set. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter is a constant feed, like you're con- you're boom, 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 boom. you're constantly putting your thoughts out there, and Facebook is posts. Po- you you can post, 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 but all, all that shit is gonna get mixed up in your in the hundreds of other friends' posts you have and. And Facebook don't post in real time no more, depending on how you got your shit set up. So it might be three days for you get the following posts that they put up there. Mm-hmm. So, and with Facebook, uh, if you like a post, you're in that post. But it's still between that one post and following that person's feed. On Twitter, you can literally follow, click that person's name, say what are they tweeting about, and just follow their stream of thought, which is completely different. Yeah, but you know what's funny, though, is people are just tweeting out so maybe they're going online and they're talking shit about each other and mm-hmm. we just don't know because i've seen that before where like i'm following somebody I'm like clearly they're not talking about me they're not talking about anyone they're following this must be like subtweets to someone in real life that's supposed to read this and it's like that's not really healthy but is that twitter's fault or facebook's fault or is that just the fact that it's taking that form because that's where you're at. And then yep. if not in real life, it'd be taking another form, which would be maybe passive aggressively asking someone to pass to catch up. Yep. And rolling your eyes. Yeah. Uh, and also this guy says his suggestion is to scale back to moderate, healthy levels of Twitter use. What is that? It's like what's diff- the number? And it's different for everybody. And it's just, well, then it's not really help. You no, know what I mean? But like that's bullshit. Then that's like because- going, well, why don't you uh, exercise regularly? It's like, well, how much is that? Uh, you know, whenever, once a month. Like, no, that's not enough. You know, there's a number. What's the number? Four or five times a week? What, an hour a day? Like, there, like, there has to be something to it. Um, so it's just, I think this person is, uh, substituting the symptom for the disease, which is that, yep. honestly, most people, I'm sorry, people, most people have no fucking business being in relationships with each other. Mm-hmm. Why? Because most will fail. Now it's not bad necessarily. It depends on how you review, how you view failure, how you view relationships, the value that you get out of it. But the chances of a coupling lasting for a lifetime is very, very low. Mm-hmm. Um, even at the marriage level, it's less than 50%, but shit, there's a ton of levels before you even get to marriage. Yes. And it doesn't work. So, you know, it's, 
i think this is the ultimate denial the romanticism of just uh love where it's just like well obviously it would have worked if not for twitter it's like yeah obviously it would have worked if you can put your dick in someone else that's just life that's true too now you know don't blame facebook because uh you know you reunited with your high school sweetheart and then he's sucking them titties that's not you know facebook doesn't have a a a sucking them titties uh game i've Ah! checked you can play happy birds or some shit or angry farm but you can't play fucking uh sucking my titties of my high school sweetheart that game's not out yet last time i checked it wasn't you gotta play that one offline (laughs) yes you do it's like scrabble um uh okay apparently oh wait we got some gay news so let me get my gotta get my gay songs um let's see what we're gonna do this time Hold on, wait. I have to read some of this shit in the chat room. This is crazy. Uh, they're talking about old school technology. Ah! <laughs> These niggas said, <laughs> uh, who is this bitch you telegraphing, Robert? Oh, Lord, not telegraphing. I saw smoke signals. Nigga, who is she? Ah! <laughs> I fucking love y'all, man. Alright, we got gay news, guys. <clears throat> Today's gay news. Apparently, there's an HIV prevention drug and gay men are divided over the use of it. The idea of it. Now, me, personally, I go, hey, HIV prevention, sign me up for that. I don't care if you're gay or straight. Who hey, wouldn't want the this? Truth. It's called Truvada. Oh, wait, Truvada. Okay. It's a drug held as a lifesaver for many people infected by HIV. Is a heart of a of a rancorous debate among it's at the heart of a rancorous debate among gay men AIDS activists and health professionals over its potential for protecting uninfected men who engage in gay sex without using condoms many doctors and activists see immense promise for such preventative use of Travada keep saying it wrong of uh, Travada and are campaigning hard to raise awareness of it as a crucial step toward reducing new HIV infections, which now total about fifty thousand dollars, wait, fifty thousand people a year. So fifty thousand people a year get HIV new, right? So, and and out of that number, how many don't even fucking know they got it? Right. In the U.S., recent efforts range from think tank forums and informational websites to a festive event at the New York City bar featuring popular drag queens. Yet others, despite the mounting evidence of Truvada's effectiveness, say such efforts are reckless, tempting some condom users to abandon that layer of protection and exposing them to an array of other sexual transmitted disease aside from HIV. Which to me, like, honestly, this feels a lot like the don't teach the kids sex ed and don't give them condoms because they will fuck. You know what I'm saying? We're like, don't give them this drug because then they'll have unprotected sex. It's like, if they're having unprotected sex, are they doing that anyway? Yeah, like, so what are we waiting for them to get HIV to give them? The, it just doesn't make sense. 
even as gay or gay rights organizations celebrate the collective progress in the fight to legalize same-sex marriage the less publicized travada debate has fueled bitter divisions within the gay community some who use the drugs say they felt shamed by some who don't and there's now a lively backlash by users and their allies including promotion as travada whore uh which is a t-shirt wow that's that's pretty dramatic. I mean, and, and, and my, gay dudes did come up with that. So, and, and my and I guess the question I have is, why is this only affecting the gay community? Like, isn't this a drug for everybody, or this is just specifically designed for gay men? I don't know why I can honestly. Because okay. um, I was like, this if that's the case, this should be open to everybody. Even as gay rights organizations, uh, so okay, the discussion can torture emotions like flay a flay throwing on a fuel depot wrote Steve Ramos of the Dallas Voice as the gay-oriented publication reported on the debate in March. Truvada, produced by California-based Gilead Sciences, has been around for a decade, serving as one of the key drugs used in combination with others as the basic treatment for people who have AIDS, the AIDS-causing virus, HIV. However, the drug took on a more contentious aspect in 2012 when the Food and Drug Administration approved it for pre-exposure prophylaxis, or PREP, in other words, for use to prevent people from getting sexually transmitted HIV in the first place. Since then, critics have warned that many gay men won't heed Travada's once-a-day regimen and complained of its high cost, roughly $13,000 a year. Travada's proponents say most insurance plans, including Medicaid programs, now cover prescriptions for it, and they cite studies showing that the blue pill, is t- if taken diligently, can reduce the risk of HIV by more than 90%. You know what's weird about this, too? Um, all those Christian organizations that claim like, you know, we're not going to be forced to give uh, a health plan that lets people get abortions or birth control. Mm-hmm. Don't give a fuck about <laughs> Travada because it's gay men that have anything to do with a womb or punishing women for sex. And so fuck that. it. And I think we'll some, cover that. I think somebody no argument. even hit us up on Twitter was saying that the insurance company paid for the vasectomy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yes. Like, if it's a dude, no one gives a fuck. If it's they a don't woman, give a rat's ass. shut this shit down. That your penis can do whatever the fuck it wants to do. They're going to be having whole litters of kids at a time. We have to stop it now before it's out of control. Women might fuck around and get an orgasm. Then how am I going to please my wife? Yeah. Dr. Dimitri Daskalakis, uh, medical director of the ambulatory HIV program at New York Mount Sinai Hospital, served on the FDA panel that recommended approving Truvada for preventative purposes and is among many doctors who hope the doubts about it fade. For folks who are having a significant amount of unprotected sex, it's a slam dunk, not only giving them protective medicine, but engaging them in testing the whole package of regular health care. So I guess you get on this drug and then you have to show up, obviously, to um to for for checkups and stuff Which like is that. Good because mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's amazing how many people out there fucking who knows what they got, who knows what, and you're not getting tested, you're not uh, getting checked out, like, that's important, and I think that I, that I, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a form of a, it's not a birth control pill, but with birth control pills, um, they don't renew, like, a lot of times your uh, doctor gives you a year's worth of pills. And even with the um, uh, the kind the uh, the kind that they stick in your arms or the kind that they insert in your vagina, after so long, 
they have to replace them or either but with the birth control pill it's annual where you have to come in like you you have to get a pap smear so they force you to get a pap smear they force you to get an annual like whenever uh it's time to get those things replaced and it's one mm-hmm. of those things where hey after so long if you want to continue checking these drugs you should you should have to get tested right because that uh, you know because i mean it's me, for your own it's for your, for your own, own health, health. yeah so you know, um, it's like when you get an annual and they just give you like uh, the obligatory, like let's check your blood, let's check this. Like, why not? And if, especially if it's something that's an issue, um, you know, doctors do that all the time. It's like, oh, uh, sickle cell is an issue with black people. Let's check your shit. You know? Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily wrong to at least, um, especially on a drug like this, where this is the point of doing the drug. I don't think it's necessarily wrong to be concerned about STDs and to try to help out um, as a doctor for their well-being, not to punish them or exclude them, but to actually say, we want you to be as healthy as possible. We don't give a fuck if you're fucking 30 men. We want you to be healthy. Yeah, because that that should be your doctor's whole goal is about your health. You know, and it's one of those things where honestly, for studies and statistics, they probably need to know if you took these drugs on a regular basis how many people uh what other diseases did you catch you know but i like i'm pretty sure they get numbers from doctors you know when they release this so it's one of those things where they can do trends and things yeah they can check to be like okay men who are using truvada apparently are catching herpes like fucking uh biscuits out here because um it's you know that like they're being a little too loose with it or whatever you know like maybe maybe you can track that data but since you won't really approve it you know nobody's gonna be able to uh Mm-hmm. And it's sad how when it comes to other people's sexual health, people feel like they need to shame you. I, I, I'm very confused about that. Um, so, yeah, only about 25 men of his large clientele, Dr. Daskalakis, <laughs> what a name, Daskalakis, um, only 25 men of his large clientele are even using it for prevention. Uh, there's some interesting social pushback. I've spoken to some of my pages who totally be candidates but are hesitant to do it. They don't want to be labeled as people on the drug because there's a social stigma. So I imagine it's like the birth control pill for some like young teenagers. I'm, and I'm sure back in the day for young, for women in general, when it was first introduced, there was this idea of, well, you're on the birth control pill because you're a whore and you can't control yourself. So that's why you're on the birth control pill. Not for the regulating your period, not for just sexual protection, not just for the fact you don't want to have a baby, not for any, you know, no other reason other than you're a whore, which to be honest is its own good reason. If you just don't judge somebody for wanting to fuck people, I'm but trying to tell you, so even you if know, I was, I, I still got the right to protect myself. Daskalakis uh, is dismayed by groups like Los Angeles-based AIDS Healthcare Foundation, one of the country's leading HIV-AIDS service providers, which suggests that prescribing Truvada for prevention means condoning condomless sex. And that's not so. And that's right. just an idiotic statement. And my thing is this. Wow, this I, is so similar to the birth control pill. Yes. If I sign up for a Truvada, other than me and my doctor, why? The, who else fucking needs to know this information? Right. Who? It's so it is so much like the birth control pill because when you tell people, well, if you give women a pill, well, she'll just be out fucking everybody, and she's not gonna use condoms. Now she's gonna catch STDs. She's gonna get AIDS. It's like, 
or she could be like i don't want to have a baby this is another safety net on top of a condom on top of uh you know commit a relationship on top of whatever you don't know what the fuck she's gonna do she can walk out of here and be a porn star if that's her right but she can walk out of here and be like i'm not fucking anybody i just want my period like you just don't know and as a doctor that's not really your job to shame someone morally no for a decision that they're making that is not illegal or reprehensible in my opinion and on top of that uh uh for like me it regulated my period and i know for some women their period is a beast like they literally you know are bed stricken can't move around like you you literally just feel like every month you know your uterus is getting kicked in and birth control pills can help relieve and balance that but fuck all that and just ha- and, and just deal you know with the end for some women birth control period actually shorten their periods make their period flow right. lighter and things like that but fuck all that we just don't want you out here fucking and here we're literally talking about life and death come on now like this isn't just you know whether you have a baby or not which is in its own way life or death but this is literally life or death for some people and they're like nah it'll just make them want to fuck and we can't have that um federal revenge porn bill will seek to shrivel booming internet fad uh this is ironic last night some woman was declaring that she got engaged and a guy who she used to date a month ago posted her nude pictures online wow to shame like her and the dude that she was dating like oh see she sent me these titties i jacked out to this so many times and uh it was some real loser shit but i hope that this bill passes so it can be a federal fucking crime I do too. She go to jail for shit like that. I I, I, I do too. Because it's a violation of the code. This is the problem I have with it. If I send you a pity titty pics, I sent you a titty pics. I didn't send Twitter. I didn't send Facebook. I didn't send the world. If we fucked on film, we fucked on film. I didn't send this to everybody. And it's one of those things where, uh, people feel like this is their way of quote unquote getting back at her. Right. But uh, odds are the backlash of it is going to be a lot more devastating for her than it ever will be for you. So you need to get fucking be fucking punished, too. And I think, too, if you make this a fucking federal crime, that if somebody Googles me and I pop up, I can say, oh, yeah, they were charged for that mm-hmm. versus a random video about my ass got put out there. A random pics about my ass got put out there. And I got to look at them and try to kind of explain why my shit is out there. I can say, no, I press charges. That motherfucker was wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, I think it will be easier for jobs to kind of get over that hurdle. Because for a lot of people, lot, most jobs not Google you before they ever see your face. So if this shit pops up, you are automatically eliminated. And you, yeah, and you might mean, not even know the shit's out there. Yeah, and even if it's not uh for a job or anything it's also just wrong yes you to intimidate somebody with this to extort somebody with this to uh you know spread this kind of shit around like there needs to be something legally and not state by state federally Mm -mm. that you can do to a person and go you need to go to jail you take a time out now it's out of fucking control and i understand people are gonna go well don't see new pics don't do this i get it and everybody's so fucking smart in hindsight everybody just got it all figured out you're not helping right now at the moment no okay you're, no no you're not and i know some people say well i don't do it okay that's great i'm glad right. that Good you, for you don't do it but Good for, for you. a lot of people 
they do do it. And when they send these picks, a lot of times it's entrusting that person with the picks. Right. Male, male or female. You don't send new picks. Good for you. Yes. And it's one of those things. Well, guess what? A lot of people do. And the thing about it, a lot of teenagers do it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things. A lot of people do it before they really realize the impact it'll have on their lives. Because yes. you do some shit at 14, you don't think, well, this shit will be a problem when I'm fucking 25, 30, 70, running for president. You never think about this shit. Not to mention, I mean, honestly, can we just admit it's fucked up morally? Just don't do this to people? Yeah. Like, what possibly fucking reason does that guy need a defense uh, for doing that shit last night? And none, none. And it, and it ought to be... When this happens, I ought to be able to press charges against you and said, hey, I didn't authorize you putting these pictures out here of my titties. Fuck around suing you. Right. But now everybody looks at each other all crazy and the police. Oh, well, there's nothing we can do about it. Well, motherfucker, I didn't. I, I'm telling you was wrong. And and everybody's like, well, I don't know what to do. Yes, it needs to be a federal crime. The um, states can't even agree on a minimum wage. I didn't even know that some states didn't even have a fucking minimum wage. It went for the federal government minimum wage. Some states wouldn't have it. So fuck that. Yes. Make it a federal goddamn crime. Yep. Um. All right, let's uh, get into some other stuff here. Uh, Beyonce has interns that will be unpaid uh, for money, but they will get school credit and unlimited Pepsi products during the internship. And interns will also have the opportunity to take three selfies with Beyonce over the course of the internship. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right. Let's move to the next thing. Then. I, I, I ain't mad at her. And, and it's going to be a zillion people sign up for that. Uh, James Franco apparently had a scandal on Instagram. Uh, he got caught uh, trying to uh, holler at a 17-year-old girl. He's 35. Ooh. Uh, he brought up the topic right away on with Kelly Ripper and Michael Strahan. He said, I use bad judgment. He said, somberly, I'm embarrassed. I guess I'm just a model of how social media is tricky. It's the way people meet each other today. But what I've learned is you don't help, you don't know who's on the other end. And I use bad judgment. I learned my lesson. The Oscar nominee continued. Unfortunately, in me, in my position, not only do I have to go through the embarrassing rituals of meeting someone, but if I do that, then I get published for the world. So it's on double, it's on double, so it's doubly embarrassed. Uh, then it gets published for the world. Okay. Uh, the teen involved Lucy Claude was visiting NYC as her early 18th birthday present. She met Franco at his Broadway show of Mice and Men. On Tuesday, she posted some pics and video outside the theater on Instagram. They've been deleted now. Uh, e News reports Franco then supposedly reached out to her via Instagram and attempted to arrange a meeting with the teen. Screenshots of the messages leaked online. You know, she sold them. Can't trust, can't trust these young kids, man. Oh, How many times too. I got to read about a teacher getting hemmed up? They tell everything. This is the, this is the end actor has since responded to the scandal denying he tried to hook up with Claude writing, I'm not. I hope parents keep their teens away from me. Thank you. Franco first posted the message with a pic on Instagram, but later deleted the image. The link still remains on his Twitter account. Um, but, uh, I guess they have, uh, the actual messages that he sent. So let's see, uh, exactly what he was saying. This, Here's a transcript of the conversation. Franco, hi, Claude, hi. Where do you live? NYC, Claude, Scotland. Uh, Claude in a small town called Dollar. 
how long will you be in new york oops she says oops i'm oops sorry i'm a few days my 18th birthday present franco you're 18 who are you with do you have a boyfriend Claude, nearly 18 my mom and not if you're around <laughs> wow there's some there's some boy that thinks he goes to her that just had a very uh rude awakening yes he did just got this is the i guess he's gonna say twitter broke the instagram broke him up yes it, yes he it did uh but i think it's that you got a trifling girlfriend that was gonna fuck james franco as long as your ass wasn't in the area code so of course uh when is your b-day what are you staying what's your number in may but i have exams then just off of Times square and hilton what do you mean number the two then allegedly communicated via text message and there's a transcript for this man she told everything because they don't keep secrets so he you know and you know he was like she's 17 close enough i'm gonna make this work yeah and it, and, and you know the state um, the age of consent varies from state to state yeah no in new york is like 16 so i don't know how that works if someone flies in from another uh. country can i see you as long as you are james franco i am you're single what's the hotel should i rent a room april fools is an hour ago though she says then uh he apparently sent her a selfie it's me yes or no T- tomorrow thursday okay be well x uh, I'll come back when you're when I I'll come back when I'm 18. Franco just says X. Well, this is a story my Scottish friends will never believe. He said, "Don't tell." <laughs> he knew he was fucking up. The shit reads like to catch a predator. Of course, of course. Sixty nine, sixty nine, sixty nine says, "Don't tell." Ah. Oh, it says that creepy voice. How old are you? Are you 18? I like ponies and milk. I have some milk you can put in your pony. Ah! <laughs> Did you say, uh, she, she said, I just want proper evidence that it's you and I won't. He said, I gave it to you. If, if you don't want to meet, then text me when you do. Bye. You sound so dodgy though. Bye, says Franco. Cause I think at this point he realized this is stupid. I'm going to end up on TMZ. Close said, one second, I will meet you if you write my name on a piece of paper, then send it to me with your face in the picture, please. Um, and that's the end of transactions. Yeah. So he that was the end. He never uh, responded. So. And and this is one of those things where me and you talked about it. Teenagers are stupid. And the thing about it, once you get to a certain age, teenagers look like teenagers and if they don't look like teenagers they fucking talk like teenagers Mm -hmm. and you can immediately tell from the way they respond motherfucker you're not grown Mm -hmm. i don't need to see no driver's license no birth certificate to know i ain't got no business fucking with your ass yeah (laughs) that's amazing james frago's out here trying to get in them panties early Come on now. All so these when is your birthday? Women that'll fuck him. You're James Franco. Just go to a bar. You'll be fine. And you'll get fucked for free. Yeah, just walk in a bar and say, "Bartender, I'm James Franco," and women will panties will fit you in your face. Yes, at, they will. Like fastballs from fucking uh, Roger Clemens. They will hit you ah! right in the face with panties. You have to dodge him. Yeah. What the fuck? Um. Housing complex clerk mistakes suicide jumper's body for April Fool's prank. Oh, how did this happen? St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, Florida. A housing complex clerk mistook an elderly suicide jumper's body for an elderly for an April Fool's joke. 
before the woman's body was nonchalantly disposed of in a nearby dumpster under the assumption that her corpse was a mannequin. Oh, <gasps> she wasn't bleeding to no shit. Also, she's elderly. Let's be honest. Is it really a suicide jump? I mean, it's more like a suicide fall. Either. Yeah. It don't take a lot to take him out. I guess she'd fallen and she couldn't get up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently. Yeah. They took it as a joke, too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so stepping out for a smoke break outside the senior living Peterborough apartments at 4.30 a.m. Wednesday, desk clerk and now your employee, Ronald, Ronald Benjamin, saw a shape line on the patio. Concluding it was just an April Fool's Day joke, he left that what he thought was just a mannequin laying on the ground and went back to work. So, ah, here we go, these pranksters. Another suicide prank by these elderly people. You know how they love April Fool's joke. They love April Fool's. Remember last time they had the fake oxygen tank? You remember that joke, dog? Remember the one that acted like he blew his brains out? Two hours later, another complex employee asked Benjamin about the shape, and he assured her it was just a prank. A woman and her son came by to deliver the newspapers, and Benjamin asked the boys help in moving the mannequin into a nearby dumpster, grabbing the clothes and shoes to heave the ball of whitish hair that weighed almost nothing into the dumpster. Uh, oh, she must have been, like, really, really fragile. Especially after hitting that ground, she probably was. My thing is, they didn't see no... I mean... What did she fucking fall on? Cotton and just die? I mean, there was no... Did she just slip and fall? Maybe like, she was really old. Maybe dust just came out. <laughs> Apparently so. She was already bloodless. It wasn't until around 8 a.m. that an apartment maintenance worker looked into the dumpster and realized it was actually the body of a depressed 96-year-old resident who jumped 16 stories to her to her death in the night. 96? Like, you almost made it. Just, like, what is the point then? Like she's just like, why won't death come fast enough? I'm 96. Damn. Take me out of here, Lord, please. I've been, I've been supposed to be I've dead. Been, I've been around long enough. I done seen slavery. Everybody's free. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin was called back uh, later that night after the shift ended to, to, to account for the incident. He was shocked. It's all I've thought about all day, Benjamin told the Times reporter at his home Wednesday evening. I haven't slept all day. I'm telling you, I swear to God, the face looked like a rubber mask. Benjamin told the Times, if I thought for instance that was a real person, I would have called the police, my manager, everyone I could think of. Benjamin said the woman's face appeared rubbery and formless like a Halloween mask discarded on the ground. Sorry, because it had no bones in it. Yeah, she is 96 now. Uh, he said the bars had closed about an hour before he'd seen the figure, dismissed it as something tossed out onto the property by, like, Hey, here's going to be a great joke. <laughs> Let's uh, toss a dead body onto the property uh, um, uh, as part of an April Fool's Day prank. Police say they believe Benjamin's account and are not planning any criminal charges, even though he probably pushed her to her, to her death and faked the whole thing. Wow. Uh, I made that part up. Uh, however, Benjamin, <laughs> he was fired from his job. Of course. Right. Uh, authorities and, said an elderly woman had left a suicide note and her name had not been released uh, to, as they looked to notify family members. And it's just one of those things where when it comes to April Fool's, I don't give a fuck. Check. Like, check. Yeah. I mean, it would have taken a few minutes to walk outside and check. Mm-hmm. 
but i mean he kind of did check he went out there and threw her in the trash so i mean he must have thought he still thought well, it was uh, well apparently i'm not good at jokes because daddy be like ma'am you call us out here for a rubber ass body yes sir i just yeah. want to be sure it wasn't real glad it didn't happen on twitter you know she would have had to write a think piece um, just did think piece right um and you and you know that mm-hmm. have been like she deserved it she should you know what did she have on mm-hmm. but uh yeah so old lady killed herself and uh dude thought it was a prank by the way fools april fools day gotta be the worst day to commit suicide uh-huh it's gotta be like what do you do you want us to not take you serious it's all a joke to me pow you know are these brains or soup i don't know take a someone taste taste a little bit up is tomato juice wake up grandma stop playing uh a new republican ad uses obama impersonator uh let's see if i can play it for everybody oh wait it would help if i had the sound on that that's normally uh a good thing in this case um let me uh turn the sound up all right let's see use obama now i wonder if you're a guy who gets work as a Obama impersonator. Does this make you a sellout doing this ad? This is Jack Kingston. Please leave a message. Uh, Kingston, this is the president. You got to back off Obamacare. You voted 40 times to defund it. You demanded that I sign up, and you even want bureaucrats to turn health care back to patients and doctors. Kingston, let me be clear. I do not want you in the Senate. Call me back, Kingston. Please. I'm Jack Kingston. I approve this message because a call to stop fighting Obamacare is one call I'll never answer. What? That made no First of all, sense. that call feels a little too on the nose. For like that's not how the president calls people no. that he doesn't want in the Senate. No. And why would he fucking do? You know how big of a goddamn scandal that would be if the president called you and left you a fucking voicemail like that. And I don't think this guy would be high on the list of people to call. No. You know, I feel like he had to make some other. Bill O'Reilly, can you stop being a dick? It's President Obama call me back. Like, call me back? <laughs> yeah, I like You I, got my number, babes. I like that it ends with, like, call me back. <laughs> Let me play this shit again. <laughs> this is Jack Kingston. Please leave a message. Uh, Kingston, this is the president. You gotta back off Obamacare. You voted 40 times to defund it. You demanded that I sign up, and you even want bureaucrats to turn health care back to patients and doctors. Kingston, let me be clear. I do not want you in the Senate. Call me back, Kingston. Please. I'm Jack Kingston. I approve this message because a call to stop fighting Obamacare is one call I'll never answer. Call me back so that you won't be in... No. office and please what no do, do you not know he'll be like i'll find you do you not know he he has a gps on your ass why why you gotta call him back he'll find you he'll find you yeah if they can find osama bin laden they're gonna find your ass i you know what i what pisses me off the most i know who is doing the voice uh-uh it's obviously jl coban <laughs> he does the best in Obama impersonation. He's doing it way before anybody he else. He keeps talking about money problems and doing work on the road and all this shit and how much he he might even quit comedy. He I, said he got a job part time. I guarantee it's him being Obama 
call in different senators you know i agree tell them not to run i agree it's a jail covan and spiracy covan spiracy tm tm shout out to mike kaplan but um yeah he's clearly uh he's clearly running around uh you know selling out to the highest bidder and it's really a goddamn shame don't you have any pride no shame sir no do you have no shame jl covan really you're gonna help the republicans you got obamacare and you're gonna help the republicans how dare you sir yeah i I knew something was shady when he was talking about yeah you know i've been doing some work on the side i knew something was up and this is the shit i knew it all right man time to play our games We're just fucking with the black people. We're just fucking with the blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. Uh, you already know what the game is about. Um, so there was a kid who uh, his name is Quasi Enan of Shirley, New York, who applied to all of the eight schools in the Ivy League and got into every single one. Um, I heard about this a while back. I didn't really think much of it. You know, cause hey, it's a black kid. He's achieving well. He mm-hmm. plays sports. He's getting into the Ivy League schools. And I was like, obviously this kid's dead. Um, we already know bullets are attracted to success in the black community. Uh, ah. At the tip of your success. Don't be too successful. Start getting good grades and shit. And next thing you know, you're like Ricky and the boys in the hood and shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, uh, uh, apparently, you know, a lot of black people were like giving this person, this kid props and. Cause that's an achievement. Yeah, which is kind of funny because it's that two way street where, um, people sometimes get upset with Obama for doing this, for saying, hey, we can achieve academically and it's important for black kids to know that and to do that. Mm-hmm. And we have to work hard. And then, um, when we do it, you know, it's like we do want to applaud these kids on the back, but then there's, it's, it's like, if we want to act like that's not a big deal and that, you know, it's not uh, going to help, then I, I think people would be less enthusiastic. And I think it is a big deal. And I think it's great. Cause you know? how many people do, how many people accomplish that period? And I think, and you know, the thing is for me, well, I'll read the article, but you should celebrate these things. And I'll get into why yes. later. The William Floyd high school senior told Newsday that he couldn't believe it when one right after the other, the Ivy League schools, Harvard University, Yale University, Princeton University, Columbia University, Cornell University, Dartmouth College, the University of Pennsylvania and Brown University all welcomed him into class of 2018. Congratulations to Quasi Enon. Now can we stop talking about him? Oh, we might as well congratulate Avery Coffey, 17, the senior of D.C.'s Benjamin Bennett Academic High School, who was admitted to all five of the Ivy League schools, Harvard, Princeton, Yale, University of Pennsylvania, Brown, to which he applied, according to myfoxdc.com. Well done. That's But that's enough. It, is, it isn't easy to get an Ivy League. Everybody knows that. The admission rate this year was 8.925641%, rounding to the nearest millionth of a percentage point. According to this story by the co- my colleague Nick Anderson, and the schools aren't shy about telling the world about it. Princeton University issued a new release with this headline, Princeton offers admission to 7.28% of applicants. The lowest admit rate in the Ivy League was Harvard with 5.9%. But as it turns out, Stanford University on the West Coast had an even lower percentage, 507 uh, And the .07 is important, the lowest in the school story history. Now that we've settled that, can schools reconsider sending out the annual Bragg Street about all the kids who didn't get in? 
and can we please stop talking about who got into the ivy league or stanford or any other school you think with all the emphasis put on these schools that lots of kids go there they don't in fact the percentage of kids who go highly to highly selective schools is a very tiny percentage of teens who go to college way less than one percent but that's actually why people are celebrating these kids not the schools necessarily i understand that there's a cause and effect relationship here but people are celebrating academic excellence from these young black men uh and you're just wanting to shit on the schools which kind of is insane furthermore college admissions have become something akin to a crapshoot it used to be that college admission councils could predict which students would get in where now they can't a release summarizing the 2013 state of college admissions report issued by the national association for college admissions counseling said the report also suggested the u.s post-secondary institutions are less able to predict enrollment trends today than they were 10 years ago as evidenced by the declining yield rates the number of accepted applicants that ultimately decide to attend the college as well as the increasing number of students placed on the wait list Talented kids who have figured out how to cure a disease or time travel get rejected from schools just as often as they get accepted. And there's this, the low admitted rates, the low admitted, admit, the low admit races have a lot to do with enormous numbers of applications schools receive, but many, if not most, come from students who aren't close to being qualified. Kids today apply to more colleges than kids of yesterday, so schools get more applications. As many admission deans will tell you, admissions to a school doesn't mean that a particular student is better than the other applicants, but that she slash he fits into a particular spot in the college's overall demographic scheme. If a student is a piano virtuoso, but there are two in the applicant pool and the school wants a violinist, one of the pianists is out of luck. And that's really the way it works. So anyway, long story short, this person wants to shit on Ivy League schools and our obsession with them. And I can dig that. You know what I mean? On a level, I go, okay, Valerie Strauss, you're right. The obsession with Ivy League school, with Ivy League schools is a bit, uh, weird and kind of stupid and kind of fucked up. They cost a lot. They put people in debt forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean you're smarter or better than anybody else. No, it doesn't. That being said, at the cost of shitting on these kids, and telling black people not to celebrate uh, a academic excellence and achievement in our community, a community that the president often speaks to about these two things, a uh, community that we often speak amongst ourselves about the need for this, you can go fuck yourself. Find another example. Because these kids are to be celebrated. You know what I mean? Like, this is just not the time to make your fucking point. It's the same thing as the Cancel Colbert thing. You got to find a better person to make your point about because I'm going to celebrate quasi inning forever mm-hmm. until I don't fucking feel like it anymore. And um, also Avery Coffee until I don't feel like it anymore because it's fucking great. It's fucking great to see, man. You know what I mean? Kids that are that smart, focused, dedicated have a bright future and want to go achieve, I'm going to celebrate it, you know? And a year later when he's doing uh, the 36 at Harvard or some shit, I will be rolling my eyes, but I'm still proud of those kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I, I got to get this 100, man. Like, I feel very fucked with it. It made me angry reading this shit, especially how the – now, can we stop talking about him? why no you can stop talking about it you first of all you didn't have to write this shit you can stop talking about them all you want 
but as long as we're talking about uh fucking um uh you know soldier boy or fucking uh chief keith or little wayne or any other embarrassing ass uh ridiculousness that gets celebrated in our culture free little boosie i feel like is my goddamn right and privilege to be like hey quasi inning that's fucking awesome you go dude you know and my thing is this uh just the way she wrote the article uh so let's say this person would have been of another nationality would you have still said let's not talk about it would you even wrote this fucking piece yeah, like Not you know funny, that if, if the, it had been another nationality. Yeah, the other the underlying part of this that she's not talking about is people are celebrating because they're black. Mm-hmm. We're like, wow, look at these black kids beating the fucking odds. Because honestly, when you have a higher dropout rate, when you have have a higher rate of uh, incarceration, uh, you take the fucking victories where you find them, and maybe you just can't relate to that. But it's bigger than fucking. It's Yale. Like we're not, it's not that simple for us. So, you know, it's just very callous and cold for her to even do that shit. Yes, it is. That, 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 and this, just, just the fact that you're basically saying that why are you celebrating? This is an accomplishment for everybody. We're not celebrating Howard. We're celebrating no. the kids. Mm-hmm. Like, and- do you understand the difference? I don't give a fuck about any of these schools. I'm celebrating quasi inning being so fucking smart. He could get into any of them. That is worth celebrating. Oh, I know what I'm going to say. You making me think too, just by the way she was saying it almost like, well, the only reason why you got in some of these schools was because of affirmative action. She didn't say that, but that's kind of what she was implying. Mm. And it's one of those things where, you don't think he get in on his merits? It's, it's yeah, she did go through that whole. It doesn't even mean that you're better than anybody. Yes, I tell you what it does mean. It means he can get into any of these schools. And this is an anecdotally like one school where it's just like, what well, doesn't even mean he's a better any of them he could have went to. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like if this would if this kid would have been uh, fighting dogs, you would have loved to write about his ass, right? Couldn't write about him fast enough, probably. It's, it's amazing, man. I don't know. It's just pissing me off. So that's definitely a hundred. <laughs> you know, it's it just it's definitely a hundred, man. I I really hate when people like I get this. I know the point she wanted to make, and I really do. Under no uncertain circumstances, I do want to. I understand, and I and it's a valid point. But she, not she, with she, these kids, she, it's not. She could have made this argument and not even included them. Right. You could not be more oblivious to what the fuck we are celebrating. Could not be. And I don't think she cares. Yeah. Um, and I would love, I would love, love, love to get to a point in our culture, in our society, where I actually don't give a fuck. I would love it. Ain't that the truth. But as long as I keep reading FARC headlines every goddamn Monday that go, hey, 20 more people killed in Chicago, and I know what the fuck those kids look like, I'm going to celebrate the fuck out of these kids and the other so. one too. So fuck you and go get your rocks off talking about somebody else. Yeah, and also... Uh, Why don't you write this piece when Caitlin from Houston bitches about the fact that she didn't get into to to yell meanwhile not talking about the fact she got a 2.7 gpa and the only reason she expects to be there is because her family got money why don't you write that piece then sorry go ahead karen no. i haven't cut you off sorry uh, that's true no oh, never mind i forgot what i was saying go ahead uh, sorry just fucking 
idiot. Yeah, um, and 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 it's one of those things that when you sit back and you think about it, it just really uh, makes you mad because, like you say, equality is when you have tons of black people accomplishing this to the fact that you know somebody else did it. Oh well, that's 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 old shit. Nobody would love to celebrate this shit more, like to stop celebrating this shit more than us. Ain't that the truth? Nobody would. We would love for the day when it's just old hat. Oh, all the, all the, 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 uh, uh, um, all the Ivy League schools. Oh, not, not a big deal. Mm. Yeah. And on top of that, you know how it is, guys. If, if we want to really go down into it, I don't know how many, but don't, don't, uh, universities, I don't know if they made it illegal or not, but didn't some universities have it where if you was born into a certain family, you automatically got into certain universities? I don't even know if that's true or not. I wouldn't doubt it, but I don't know. Legacy or something like that. Dynasty yeah, there's legacy. legacy people and stuff. Yeah, you're right. There's legacy or your father went to a university, paid for the library, but the think pieces don't come out for that. The think pieces come out yeah, for black and, excellence. And, and, your, and your child could be dumb as fucking rocks, but because yeah. your daddy gave their money, you know, but nobody wants to talk about that part of it when it comes to equality. If that's the case, let them motherfuckers qualify just like everybody else. Uh, Let's play... Uh, Guess the race, because I know people want to hear it. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. So now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our audience today, the racist chat room, to guess the race. A Baton Rouge area defense attorney, known for criticizing the use of sobriety checkpoints, was handcuffed and taken to jail early Wednesday after exiting the passenger side of his vehicle while intoxicated and informing his driver of her right to refuse a sobriety test. Oh, my. You got, you got the right. This is bullshit. First of all, you got the right to say no. Now I'm gonna go. I gotta go. Ah! And you know he was loud as shit too. Right. Cause most of the time when drunk people think they quiet, they loud. Right. He's doing that drunk whisper. Hey, bitch, I got the coach. They can't hear me and they can't see me. Just slow down and I'll pop out. Jared Amber. What you mean I'm drawing attention? Shh. Jared Ambo, who defends alleged drunk drivers for a living, claims he oh, was <laughs> he claims he was targeted in jail without cause on misdemeanor count of interfering with the officer because of the work he does. He really was just trying to protect his client. I think he has a reason to feel the way he feels. Wrong, said Rosas, who was his uh, attorney. Ambo Ambo, who also practices law in Ascension Paris, manages a Facebook page called Baton Rouge W. Uh, DWI checkpoints that publishes the location of the sobriety checkpoints, a hobby he believes may have contributed to his booking in the East Baton Rouge Paris prison. Uh, Rosa said, were they like right outside his house or something? <laughs> yeah. We set up uh yeah, this is your drive through. This is your driveway. Yeah. This is where uh, we need license registration. Get out the right car. Here. It's my client's position that he feels that he was targeted because of his connection with the DWI sobriety checkpoints and the amount of DWI defending that he does in the surrounding parish and this parish. Ambrose was riding in the passenger seat of his vehicle. If he's in a passenger seat, why would he be in trouble? Stay in a fucking car. That's true. Wednesday morning when Baton Rouge police officers invited, I mean, initiated a traffic stop. 
he immediately advised his driver to refuse any sobriety test he informed his client of her constitutional rights and said hey you're not going to answer any questions we'll go on our merry way don't cause any trouble just tell them you're not going to answer any questions not long after Ambrose noticed the officer began to perform a field sobriety test on the woman of course you suspicious acting douchebag at that point that's when he decided to get out the vehicle put his hands up and say wait wait stop 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 in an affidavit of probable cause, Corporal Mickey Duncan wrote, while beginning to field sobriety testing, the passenger exited the vehicle and aggressively began to approach me, yelling for the driver to not take any tests. What the fuck is wrong with you? I said, don't take any tests. Don't taste any tests. Don't you know your rights? Right. What they, no, say no. Shh, I am whispering. Is the officer can, officer can't hear me. Right. Shh, don't take any test. Fuck these pigs. You got rights. Duncan described Ambrose as a highly intoxicated addict that his actions in- interfered with the officer's investigation. Of course. Rosa said Ambrose had consumed some alcohol and contends that he was only doing his job. The real issue is if a lawyer is invoking the right to counsel for his client, is he impeding the investigation to the point of being arrested, she said, that was asked. Uh, it's not unusual for police to book people into jail on some misdemeanor counts. It's a situational call, said Corporal Don Cap- Capola Jr. Um, he also said the police department does not target people or treat pe- anyone unfairly unless they're black. Ambo's driver, Shannon Bottoms, hey, all right now, uh, ah! had issues. I guess, uh, Bottoms was up, if you know what I'm saying, guys. Come on. Uh, there we go. Um, <laughs> I had to give a rim shot in. There we go. Um, yeah, so, uh, she was, uh, issued a citation for improper lane usage, failure to cha- change address on a driver's license. Uh, well, that's petty. Uh, <laughs> she wasn't booked into jail. Uh, Ambrose, Ambrose. She didn't even get arrested. He did. He got arrested. Cause he bought, took his hand. He'd have been better sitting his ass in the car. He probably got the car. He's like, wait a minute. I see you in court all the time. You're the dickhead that keeps getting drunk drivers out on the road to kill again. Right? Come, come with us. Yes. Come here, sir. He posted bail. He said he never wants to have to experience that again. Well, now he has something in common with his clients. Guess the race of Mr. What was his first name? Jarrett Ambo. Uh, DWI advocate who, uh, got arrested for being drunk and acting oh. a fool. Judge Joe Brown doing that public service while fortified by Hennessy. Matlock passed the wrong bar. <laughs> Civil War reenactor. He told the cops that what the, what they ain't gonna do in the middle of a traffic stop. Snowflake. Moon moth. <laughs> Moon moth. <laughs> And drunk uncle fighting over a space game. The correct, a- oh, white says Elliot. Uh, the correct answer is actually white. Some of you missed it, so. All right. Let's go straight to the bonus round. Maybe we can still catch some of the game, Karen. Uh-oh. Double the points, double the race, double the points and the race. That's right, guys. It's the bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. You guys know the drill. I hope you're not nervous. Chat room. Here's your chance to catch up if you missed the first one. All right. 
This one's about a teacher having sex with a teacher. According to the arrest report, Beasley and his student were found in a rather compromising position by a police officer. Local 10 News reporter Nikki Mohan is live to explain. Lori and Calvin, students and teachers here don't quite know what to say. After all, a 24-year-old science teacher here at the school, many people thought he was a nice guy. But this police report painting a different story after he's busted in the back seat with a 14-year-old girl. 24-year-old Eric Beasley, a science teacher at Zion Lutheran Christian School, is charged with sexual battery and a 14-year-old girl one of his students. He was arrested after school Monday in a parking lot in Lighthouse Point. It's absolutely appalling and I think it's terrible and I think it is it, it, something needs to be done once they get all of the information something needs to be done because it's not only affecting the community but it's affecting our children here. Parent Rosalind Smith is outraged. Police busted Beasley in the back of his car with the girl around 6 p.m. Monday. According to the arrest report the officer observed the two engaging in oral sex. He is charged with nine counts of sexual battery as well as possession of obscene material. Not just my child, but I'm concerned about all of the children here at the school. He was obviously weird and stuff. Students say everyone at school is talking about it. He just doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Seems like a laid back kind of guy. He looked weird. I thought he was a weird creepo. No comment from the school at all, not even about how long he's been employed or anything about him. He was being held in the Broward County Jail the last time we checked. Live in Deerfield Beach, Nikki Mohan, Local 10. That mugshot, he looks creepy as shit. You said, I thought he was a weird creepo. <laughs> yes, he looks creepy. Let's see what the chat room believes. What was his name? Uh, Eric Beasley, 24, fucking around with 14-year-old getting blown as a teacher. Mr. Wizard. Walter White. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, he was working on uh, something other than some meth. Je uh, Ron Jeremy, protege, breaking in new talent. White as chalk. Wow, I'm surprised getting uh, nothing but white for Eric Beasley. Uh, two, street harasser with a podcast. Hey, that's me. Just kidding. I never say hi. Uh, egg. James Franco. Did James you Franco one? could learn a thing or two from this white guy. The correct answer is, guys, white. I have to show you guys the picture in the chat. Yes, because that picture looks creepy. It looks like they caught him off guard. This picture looks like whoever walked in the room and saw him getting blown. You know what I mean? Like, this, Yes, it does. This looks like he was caught mid, like, cum shot. Like, oh, damn, that's your bomb. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's a uh, amazing camera work there. Um, somebody so. said a catcher, yeah, that is a catcher predator mugshot. Yeah, it's the biology teacher at Zion Lutheran Christian School, so he must have been trying to teach her about the uh sperm. Um, <laughs> got, oh. gotta, gotta, gotta get up on Keep that. it real. Uh, all right, man, sword ratchet, let's get the fuck out of here. Street the man sectioned after samurai sword attack in London Road, Norbury. A knife man caught on camera bandishing the samurai sword at a passerby after attacking a man in a cafe has been sectioned. 
I don't know what section means. We'll see if we can pick it up from context. That must be from another country. I don't know. Section? He's been sectioned? Thousands of people watch footage of Lozim Osage, age 45, running and slamming the blade onto tables at Cappuccino in London Road, Norbury, after it emerged online last year. Albanian-born Osage of Colma Road, Streatham, visited the cafe to confront the man, a former friend, during an ongoing feud on July 15th. The pair argued that Osage hit the victim with a laptop bag, quoting Crown Court heard yesterday. Prosecutor Zoe Jacobs said the victim hit him with a fork, and he then hit the victim with a samurai sword and caused a cut to his arm. The fuck is he doing walking around with a sword, though? I don't know. How do we, we go from a fork to a sword? Yeah. Osage then left the cafe brandishing the decorative sword at onlookers before being arrested on London Road. Edward Atkinson, defending, said Osage suffered mental health problems for which he took medication and had been affected by a breakup of his relationship at the time of the attack. Yeah, blame a woman. You always know it's a woman at the heart of this, right? It was the loss of pussy, Your Honor. Well, case dismissed. Of course. Of course you were killing your best friend, of course. That's to make you kill anything. He added that Osage had received threatening texts and phone calls and had armed himself because he had seen, once seen the victim with a gun. Mr. Atkinson said he wanted to have an ordinary fight with the victim, but says he saw the victim move to pick up a steak knife. I was here for an ordinary fight. He pulled out a steak knife, so of course I pulled out my sword. <clears throat> we were going to do fisticuffs. I didn't know all this shit was going to happen. But I was prepared just in case. The victim kept, continued coming at the defendant even when the samurai sword was produced. Shit. The two, yeah, if you believe that. The two men brought in the cafe, upturning chairs and tables before Osage left. He, he was arrested to the ground by police officers arrested on London Road soon after. Osage pleaded guilty to a fray and threatening with an offensive weapon on October the 20th. He had additionally also been charged with grievous bodily harm, possession of a pointed and or bladed article, criminal damage and theft. But those charges were, of course, dropped because it's just a sword and you motherfuckers don't give a fuck. Then you wonder why these crazy motherfuckers walk around like, oh, you broke up with me? I'm going to kill my best friend in the middle of the public in front of everybody with a sword because he had a fort. Are you fucking kidding me sorry sometimes i lose it guys ah. try to remain journalistically objective but it's very hard after reading the report compiled by doctors judge nicholas ainley said the only option available was to detain osage in hospital for treatment under section 37 of the mental health act all right guys this has been it for the blackout test podcast go to mm-hmm. tweak uh tweaked code tbgwt um Tomorrow, 5 p.m., Tuesday, Return of Patrice and Them Thrones. So we will be talking about Them Thrones tomorrow. I'm sure the chat room will be packed and you guys will mm-hmm. all be uh, there. And please stop asking me when it is and ah! uh, are we going to do it? Will it be uh, fucking um, free or not? I need you guys to just 100%. It's going to be with the regular show, understand. y'all. It is going to be, be the same as always. It's going to be with the regular show. Right. And for those that are premium, what we do is after the regular show, we'll take them and chop them up. So if they just want to hear them thrones, they don't have to go and find the episodes. Exactly. So, all right, guys, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>